I've lived a thousand lives. I piloted a thousand souls. I killed and fought and died just for a single Welcome to the um, once more streaming edition of Happy Jack's RPGs. Uh, my name is Jason. I am the uh, quote-unquote dungeon master in this game. I use that term loosely because I'm not really in charge of what's happening here. Um, but uh, we're, you, you can find out everything you want to know about Happy Jack's at Happy Jack's RPG. And you can find out stuff about me. At it's probably okay. I'll say a little bit more about that in a minute, but let's meet our players. Uh, Claire, tell us about yourself and your character briefly. Yes, uh, my name is Claire. I'm. I found Happy Jacks. Uh, well, I uh, was one of the founding members of Happy Jacks. Um, it took a long, long break, and am happy to be back. Um, uh, my character Nix is a um, a changeling, um, and they are a rogue. Um, and I'm really excited. I'm excited to see what we do with this. Excellent. Eli. Yeah, my name's Eli. I'm at Ignatius Wang on Twitter for doing that right now. And I'm playing Alibos, a order of the ancient paladin. And he's a wood elf. Pooja. Hi, I'm Pooja. I am playing Zay, a changeling blade soul sorcerer. Awesome. Basically, I'm all up in your face. <laughs> and Rob. And I am Rob, and I am playing a Luxodon, think elephant person, warlock, and I am up in your face. <laughs> I'm back around the corner, probably four blocks away. Yeah. That's where I'm safest. And specifically, you're a, a great old one, warlock. Uh, Dude. Age has nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say great and move on from there. It is a specific thing from the rule book that is worth mentioning. <laughs> so the one time you bring up the rules, mm-hmm. the one time. Is going to be about you, Rob. Yes. Yeah, sounds, sounds legit. Is, yeah. does, does being old make him short? Is that the deal? Is that how that works? Yep. You mm. get shorter as you get older. So. Ah, okay. I mean, if please, anime please has know. taught me anything, then yes, that is true. <laughs> yep. That's just science. Um, okay. So, uh, hi. Yeah, we're here playing uh, D&D in Eberron. That's what our, our City of Towers is referring to. Uh, Eberron, the setting uh, originally created by Keith Baker and has now been uh, adapted for 5th edition as of this, uh, I don't know, about six months ago or so. This uh, gorgeous book came out. has all the updated information on artificers and warforged and changelings and all the fun stuff that Eberron has to offer uh, is is all available there. So um, our campaign is going to dig into a little bit about what's been happening with a an island of folks who were turned undead, but it turns out they're not uh, mindless evil undead wandering around wanting brains. They want to set up shipping lanes and, you know, 
and commerce <laughs> and uh, maybe not a lot of tourism. This may not be a popular tourist destination, but... Um, or at know. least they're not really into the people who would think it was a tourist destination. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's worth knowing, noting that there is in Eberron, specific to the setting, it's a little bit unique. There is already precedent for um, non-evil undead. A lot of D&D settings just have sort of these, you know, black and white or, or at least nine point um, uh, uh, alignment charts that I find I, I don't enjoy using that uh, limited chart. Um, and on top of that, Eberron says, yeah, and not all undead are evil. There are uh, there's a group called the Undying, a group of the Aranal Elves. I have actually looked this up this time and have more information <laughs> at my fingertips who um created the ability to uh, become undead through positive energy as opposed to negative energy. They're, they are, they, they remain after death because they are cherished and, and fondly remembered and they stick around to look after their families and uh, take care of folks. So the interesting thing about this island that you all have been learning about, uh, and it is, uh, if you're interested, you could go back and watch the Desert of Despair campaign uh, that Rob was in, and uh, was uh, I, I mean, it was it was a good campaign anyway, though. So don't let that put you off. Um, <laughs> um, but that campaign explored how the island of Welldown came to be peopled with a lot of undead folks. Not everyone there is undead, but it's a, a whole big town of like a couple thousand people are are there and undead. So. Um, that's a that's a pretty big town in this sort of, you know, Victorian. I, I hesitate to use the word steampunk because that has a lot of baggage associated with it, but it is definitely sort of Victorian era styling. Um, so you get um, vests and suits and and uh, you know the kind of dresses you would picture with that era. And there's a lot of magic, like technology that works based on magic. And steampunk is basically that, like. Um, the kind of steam power that you see in steampunk fiction, it does not really track to real world steam technology. So um, we see a lot of that stuff here. So last time. What if, what if magic had feelings? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that Keith, uh, Keith Baker wanted to explore, he's talked about this a lot, uh, is if magic, if your spells always do the same thing every time you cast them, that's not like a, a bizarre fantasy thing. That's science. That's like you could measure it and time it. And, it, you know, you need exactly this pinch of this powder and you have to say this magic word. And they're like, OK, well, that's a repeatable thing that you could study. Anyone could study and learn how to do. So also in this world, lots of people know a spell or maybe two spells. Right. In, in business school, you get like a couple of. Uh, Ba balancing the books spell and uh, mending, let's say. So, <laughs> I don't know. There's lots of little things like that, that that'll just be part of the world. Um, Homework us, finish us. Right. That, well, that, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> the, um, I would love for my students to use that. Just, just finish the homework. I don't care at this point. Use magic. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I don't care. Just uh, do the thing. <laughs> Uh, actually, no, don't, I don't endorse cheating on schoolwork at all under any, any circumstance. I'm no, never. To, I'm obliged to say that out loud. 
Um, Is so. it cheating if you just give them permission to do what it takes? It's only cheating if there's betrayal. No comment. And getting caught. <laughs> and getting <laughs> No, no, still cheating if you don't get it's caught. still cheating if you don't get caught. Yeah, yeah, it's still cheating if you don't get caught. It's just, no one knows. It's like if a tree falls in the woods. The tree fell over. <laughs> we just haven't observed it yet. Prove it. I will. I'll go look at it, and then we'll know that you were cheating. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to watch. I don't want to go look at Rob cheating. Oh yeah. Okay, that's fair. Oh, that went to a happy chat. That went to the- place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have a Sorry. good sense of how tonight's going to go. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so last time we had gone through uh, most of our Decima questions, and we had outlined a lot of who these characters were, what they're about, uh, what they're up to, what they want, and how they know each other. And uh, just to get back into things, we all have, what, one question left? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. One each? Yeah, because yeah, we, we didn't go through our group questions. Oh. Okay. So those a lot of those help define our place. And I was going to say, looking through all our notes and everything from last time, I think we've defined a lot of stuff about our location in a, in a really positive way. I mean, like, we, we have some really clear ideas about what the Silver Flame has been up to and uh, what your role in that has been, the the dock ward, you know, the, the dock workers united and, and we, uh, you know, helped the squids get things that they needed. Like there's a, there's a whole like play that got shut down as a censorship thing. Like I think there's a lot of good stuff and um, maybe we don't need to go overboard on that. Um, so what I will say is if anyone has a question that has just been burning uh, and they've been waiting two weeks to dig into that question. Let's do that. But if what you have isn't, it, it is not a, a passionate hook for you, let's move on to the story. But I'm, I'm happy to answer any question that, that is a, a burning topic. It sounds like we don't have that. Nope. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like the fact that I forgot about these for two weeks <laughs> probably tells us what we need to know, which is fine. Um, which is like, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, that, and that happens when you play, when you actually get to play Decima in person, too, that happens of like, you know, you know what, actually, this this served the, per- like, we did everything we needed to do. We have a ton of information. Let's let's not, you know, overburden it. So, it's not um, muddy the waters. Yeah. And a lot of times when you're playing, like, in person and when you can look at cards and be like, hey, I think we kind of already answered this and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, okay, well, we just spent a really long time going through this and I feel like we're good. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to get into more, you know, establishing shots and seeing your characters in in life and just sort of meet these people and and see what's going on. Um, So uh, I'm I'm happy to move forward with that. The um, couple other things I should mention... Um, one, where our experiment with this game is that we're using two 10-sided dice to replace the die 20. Um, and as a reminder, uh, two, three, four is a critical fail, because uh, that adds up to about 5%. It's not exact, but it's pretty close. And 18, 19, 20 is our critical success. And per the DMG, 
Critical fail and critical success only applies in combat. So when you're doing a regular skill check, those are not meant to uh, really float critical failure, critical success. They just sort of work. Now, thematically, we may go to incorporate some of those things, but um, just so you know, that, it, like if you get a two when you're trying to talk to somebody, it doesn't mean your tongue falls out of your mouth, right? <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it just... Um, I, I might it take doesn't. a little bit more narrative control than I would otherwise, but it's uh, it's also um, I'm I'm very much I would probably describe myself as a, a more like a powered by the apocalypse MC than a DM, and I will often try to find a difficult choice or a um, uh, just an interesting way to interpret something that happened rather than a whiff. I think. Uh, a a whiff it, like rolling the dice and missing in D and D you know D and D has this this very binary outcome like either you succeed or you don't and um, I I don't enjoy that as much and so you're you're likely to have something happen but probably not the thing you wanted so just be aware Rob what's wrong with you I just really want to play I mean, is that a question you really want to ask you you want to have a turn where you just whiff like three turns in a row and nothing happens bitch I don't whiff. I watched Desert of Despair. <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection. <laughs> I'm sure you of don't. Any role going incorrectly. Uh huh. Uh huh. Excellent. I'm happy for you. Uh, so, just be aware we're using the 2D10. And last time we talked about our our critical uh, uh, attack roll. If you if you roll a crit success. Uh, we're going to use max damage plus one weapon die. And so that does apply, though, like for our rogue, if you do max damage and it would qualify as a sneak attack, your sneak attack dice max out. Um, Sorcerer, if you cast a spell that rolls, you know, 5d8 and, and it's a spell attack, right? Not a versus a save or something. You can crit success on that and all the dice come up max. So crit success is crit success. Same thing goes for the bad guys, though. So just you know, we're you just you want the crit to go oh. big. Um, I've I've seen people like the rogue gets the you know crits on sneak attack and now gets two d six for their weapon and eight d six for sneak attack and they roll like nine damage. Like really, that was ten dice. How did you roll nine damage? Like, right. Um. And you know it's just uh, demonstrably unsatisfying sometimes. So I, I, I so want, we're I, saying that with all damage, Jason. So like my divine smite would yes. be an extra a lot. Well, you you max whatever the regular dice roll would be, and then you add the um, the weapon die. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. So we don't double the um, uh, uh, well. Yeah, we don't we don't double the rogue sneak attack dice. We just we just max it out and okay. then add one of your weapon dice. And so your smite roll, yeah, you would max your smite dice, but then your, what are you using, longsword? Yep. So if you're using it two-handed, you would just roll 1d10 and add it to this maximum damage roll on top of everything else. Does that make sense? That's amazing. We can go over it again when we have to. I just feel like a crit. I was about to say, like, it makes sense now, and I'm going to forget the Mm -hmm. intricacies of this in five minutes. That's fine. That's fine. It's, uh, 
It's a, there is a model for it in the DMG as well. So this, this is not one of those things that I have just uh, revamped uh, how D&D is supposed to work. Um, they also, for our, our casters, there's um, a thing in the... The DMG is the Dungeon Master's Guide about using spell points instead of spell slots, uh, which I had not seen before. I just found it this week. I'm going to read over it again, and uh, I'll slack the two of you. We can have a bigger conversation about it. But I find spell slots supremely unsatisfying, and um, you might like the spell points thing, but I don't have to play with it, so it's not that it's not important to me that we necessarily decide that right this second. But it's it's along the lines of like, okay, at level four, you get this many spell points. Level one spells cost this, you know, many, and level two costs this, and level three, and so you could spend it all on level three spells if you want, right? Like, it's not like you run out of That's level three so spells. That's so much math, slots. though. It, it is on one hand. On the other hand, it lets you use your magic the way you want. Um, so it's it's sort of like having mana in a, in a video game, which is a lot easier to manage when it's in a computer. So... That's the downside to it. I would, I definitely think that's the downside is you, you have to like math your way through the spell points. And I haven't, no, I, I just read about it recently and I haven't looked at whether D&D Beyond will support spell points, uh, versus slots. So if I would have to say that, like, if D&D Beyond would support it, I have no problem moving over to it if that's what people want to do. But if it doesn't, I know myself and, and attempting to like math my way through is going to really detract from my enjoyment of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And we, we could decide that offline too. We're, we're not going to do it right this second. Um, so uh, the other thing we should talk about is that we as a group uh, have agreed that the X card is a thing that, that we, we know and love. It's something we can do visually on camera or just put an X in, the, in our uh, off-camera group chat. It's, um, we may have to bring it up in terms of, okay, what is it that we need to remove exactly? And, and we'll get that, but we would certainly remove anything that is, um, uh, asked to be removed. Um, the, uh, X card can be used to remove something that feels off tone or just a kind of a, a weird thing in the game or like, actually, let's, let's not have that guy be named this, or there's lots of things you can use it for. And it is also supremely useful for anything that comes up that is emotionally uh, uncomfortable or or into sort of dangerous territory for you uh, personally. And that is, um, again, not a thing I'm going to ask you to explain why. I just need to know which thing to, to pull and, and swap out. So um, that that is a, a safety tool that uh, uh, everyone at Happy Jacks uses. And we have also done an anonymous Google Doc of... Um, oh wait, did we do lines and fails? Or was that my other group? No, you, you sent you sent a Google Doc around. I thought. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. I think my other group still has to do it. Um, the. But we're your favorite group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Um. So <laughs> the um the uh we 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 did a anonymous Google Doc offline um. Well, a Google Doc is online, but off camera. Um, so lines and veils, if folks don't know, this is another really cool thing you can use at your table. Even the thing I hear people like, oh, you know what? I've known everyone at my table for 30 years. We all know each other's stuff. Like it's 
it's fine. We don't need this kind of document. I'll tell you what, most of these folks I've known for years and I've played with for years and I still want to use this kind of document um, for two reasons. What, uh, the other criticism people give is like, oh, X-Card or whatever, you're editing my fun. You're telling me what I can't do. Like, well, one, if your fun is hurting someone, I don't give a shit about your fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's, don't apologize like fuck your fun if you're yeah. if your fun includes hurting someone else fuck your fun yeah if that's more important to you i don't <laughs> care and we don't need to game together we're we're good here unless it's <laughs> hurt by consent um that's a different thing though right that's it <laughs> with consent all things are possible so um but i shouldn't the, say hurting i should say harming i suppose sure the context there is different sure yeah i i doubt that anyone is physically reaching across the table and punching at each other. Um, although I've seen it. <laughs> I mean, not in quarantine anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, so the, um, the X card uh, is not editing fun. It's telling us that we can go as far as we want to go until someone hits the X card. Like, I, I think it's awesome. I think it like frees you up to go like, cool, I'm going to go hard in the paint until somebody says, hey, whoa, buddy, that's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, and and that's fine. Then we, we pull back and put the brakes on and figure out how far we have to roll back, and there we are. Uh, Lines and Veils is another sort of pre-conversation that we all looked at and said, okay, so a line, this is a thing that just does not need to be in the game. It doesn't exist. It's not happening off camera. It's not something we're going to talk about. Goodbye, right? Um, you know, some examples of those were things like sexual assault. And so, you know, I don't want to just like mention the stuff that everybody put in there because some of it's personal. But um, the uh, the lines are things that just aren't going to be in the game. Veils are things that we're okay with being in the game, maybe even probably would be in the game, but we don't want to have it on screen. So some of those things are like... Uh, particular sexy times right like if you want to go have sex with an npc whatever i don't i don't care about that but i also don't want all the gory details on screen i don't i don't need that uh this isn't hbo i mean it sort of is but whatever um hbo but also we know how to end a see and a series um so i'm sorry there's no boobs on screen i don't understand what's happening i need (laughs) i need the boobs for exposition yeah (laughs) i just never mind (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this could be arranged. I, <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I could take my shirt off. Um, the uh, uh, so the other yeah, the veils are uh, just stuff that we know it, it happens in the world. And we may even mention it specifically. We're just not going to get into all the details. So that's that's the kind of stuff that winds up over in the veils. One of the examples that I put on there, and I, I mention this all the time, is like. You know, hunting, killing animals for food, um, that's great. For the most part, pets in my campaigns are basically invincible, right? Like, that's, I'm not, we're not going to kill the dog in in this, in any campaign I'm running. But, like, when hunters have to take a deer to feed their town, like, okay, great. Like, I I just don't need the details about it. So, we'll, we'll, that can be true, and we move on with our lives. Okay. I mean, I could have had an invincible puppers if I played a ranger. Oh yeah, I mean, all all animals. If you want to have a pet, you can have a pet. It will not die. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I do have a pseudo dragon familiar. Yeah. So it will not it's be tanking cool. for us now. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's weird how the enemies just keep ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> it's tanking. I did have somebody say one time, like, I mean, they were they were joking, but like, okay, so can I take my parrot and jam it in the gears of this machine? Because I know it won't be killed. <laughs> like, no, okay, that is funny, but no. But no. In principle, I understand what you're saying. In practice, please stop attempting to abuse my Uh, my love of animals. Oh yeah, that's an excellent mention in our in our Zoom chat as well. Um, The doesthedogdie dot com is a website I have used many times because I don't want to go to a movie and just have that happen and not know. Cause it's, yeah, I I personally am, am deeply upset by that. So um, yeah, that's fine. So yeah, one of my one of my best friends and roommates is it, cannot do that. So yeah, she does the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so what I'd like to do is go back around, get a little bit more in depth, um, like who your character is, because we kind of did the speed round first. I want to find out who your character is, and um. The opening scene is the four of you in a like flying speeder car, right? Because it's it's Sharn, the city of towers. There's you know, everything is powered by air elementals and and air magic and all kinds of stuff. You all are speeding down through the clouds. You've come out the bottom of the clouds. You're heading down to the the lower neighborhoods, which are more uh, certainly less affluent. And um, there is something in a box, and it, like a, it's like a crate packed with straw. Like we could see straw sticking out of the this wooden slat crate in the back of this thing. It's it sort of looks like if you took a, a pickup truck and, and like cut the top of the cab off, right? There's there's like kind of four seats and then a bit of a bed in the back, um, but there's no wheels or anything on it. It's just a, a little flying platform thing and the four of you are careening down the vehicle's not out of control but it is in a dive um and we're gonna find out what what we have and how we got here this is a sort of a (laughs) for alias fans it's like 48 hours earlier um we'll, we'll go back and figure out how we got here but the first thing i need to know is uh who is driving this hand basket I am. Okay. Nix is. Nix the changeling is driving. Um, so I'm the local. I'm the native. I I know where I know where we're going. Okay. So what does Nix look like at the the you know uh, controls of this vehicle? Um, at the moment, Nix has decided to rock a drow look. Mm-hmm. Um, with, so uh, they have uh, black skin, silver hair, pointy ears. Um, still the same kind of rogues clothing that we're used to seeing. Um, and a very um, just kind of amorphous, genderless look. Um, and uh, they are um, singing along to something on the radio. If there's a radio, can there be a radio? If there's not a radio, they're just singing this. They're singing a song in their head. Yeah, I think there's there's probably uh, maybe you have like a an egg that makes music. Okay, how about that? Uh, sure. Yeah. And it's it like sticks to the dashboard. 
Yeah. Stay there. Um, and it's in, uh, they're singing along to us. Oh, no, I did not mean to close that window. Darn. Uh, I try to remember which languages I speak. Um, <laughs> but it's not in common. It's, uh, uh, darn, I closed everything. I'm sorry. Is it um, a song to which you know the words, or are you just singing it because you know, like, you don't know what the words mean, but you, you know, like singing an opera in German when you don't speak German? No, oh, uh, that is something they absolutely 100% would do, but in this case, it's an, it's an undercommon, and they are singing along, and they do speak that language. Yeah, okay, cool. Um all right. And uh did you say how you're dressed? Sorry, I was multitasking. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um so uh Nix's typical dress is very like lots of um lots of leather and gauze together. Mm-hmm. Like they'll wear like a leather a leather doublet over something gauzy and flowy. Sure. So it's like uh, you know, a very kind of roby, kimono-y but structured look. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some sketches and throw some up for the next game. Awesome. And dark so. colors, I assume. Uh, very neutral tones. So like not necessarily, so like blacks, browns, olives, mm-hmm. creams, you know, things, things that are very, they can blend into the background easily. Okay. And you're wearing the face of a drow right now. Yes. Okay. Noted. Um, do you have long hair flowing back as this vehicle is diving down out of the clouds? I have, um, I have long hair with an undercut. Oh, so, yeah. like, it's shaved okay. on one side, and the, the rest of it's flowing down. It, it hits, like, waist length. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, who would be in the passenger seat shotgun next to... Um, well, I need all these character names in front of me. Next to Nyx. I can do it. Okay. I'll do it. Um, Locks it on so, old one warlock. Yes. Yes. So uh, large and not in charge at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, however, go through and I did notice that I have a, a plus four in perception. So while not in the back seat, I do think I would be pointing out driving suggestions as we are diving <laughs> towards the earth. Shotgun driving. And, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just... And friends yell at me for this in multiplayer games, but it's like, oh, no, 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 over there. Oh, over there. What are you doing over there? Look out for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. without any, any indication of where that is. Yeah. <laughs> More or less, um, I think I think my, my wisdom isn't too bad, so I will, I will interject that as the moment needs. So, oh, big truck, dead ahead. Turn. We're not going I, forward. Yeah. <laughs> and and that is exactly Nix's reaction every time he does that. I'm like, we're not going forward. <laughs> They're not. It's fine. You don't know. They're doing a thing. We're doing a different thing. We're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Alibas and um, no, no, no. Alibas is our. Oh yeah, yeah. Alibas and Zay. Right. Jeez. It's on the Zoom, Jason. It's yeah, it's hidden behind <laughs> the Zoom in the uh, in OBS. So I'm, oh. I I watch OBS to make sure it's running right. So that's that's what I got. Um, we're gonna have updated name tags next time, so that's everything will be all right. Um, 
the uh, two of you are in the back of this thing. One of you is holding onto the box, and the other one is oh, what, what was in my head? Um, shoot, I had a whole thing in mind, and then Rob ruined it. Um, Whatever the crazy thing is, Alabas will do it. I don't know if it was a crazy thing. It's not like someone's jumping out. Um, no. Okay. Well, uh, which one of you has a hand on the crate? I mean, the crate is strapped down, but out of the two of you, which would be who of you would be nervous about where the crate is? I think I would be nervous about okay. about the crate and it's staying where it needs to be and not doing anything crazy. All right. Tell us what Zay looks like. Uh, currently, Zay has taken on the... Um, and not to be confused with the fact that Zay uses they, them pronouns. So that's important. <laughs> if it is too confusing, I can change it. I don't mind. No, I just like, felt like that was worth noting. Uh, but the I think uh, so Zay currently looks like um, like an orc. Okay. Because we're on this like transport mission, and they thought it would be appropriate to look a little bigger, a little more intimidating. I mean, not that they are normal orc sized, but like a small orc. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just um, and then. So currently they have a, uh, like a, a male appearance, mm-hmm. but whatever, like in general, um, they always chooses, a kind of a, kind of a court, the pajama look mm-hmm. like in terms of clothing. So gender neutral clothing, sure. but currently body masculine. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. Uh, and Zay, what's in the box? What is in the box, Jason? I'm asking you. Oh God! So we're transporting this box, and it's got it's got straw sticking out. You can out see of it. straw. It's like you know, it's a like the kind of box you nail shut. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So there's something in there packed in straw. And this thing has been nailed shut, and there's a strap holding it down in the sort of cargo bay. There's nothing else in the the cargo of this skiff, for lack of a better word. Um, it's just this crate. Do we go thematic for the day? Uh, I, I would say that we are transporting a... Um, A new rare valuable item for how to house Orion. Like it's like a um it's something of great value to them. Like either a vase or a um like a lamp kind of, you know, accessory mm-hmm. type thing. Sure. May or may not hold a genie. <laughs> yeah, we can hope. Didn't uh Nyx have like a uh, like I would say, like kind of like a worship of one of the one of the people from that house. Maybe we're running an errand for that person because you're trying to get in the goods. Yes, I am obsessed with 
one of the we are obs- I thought we were obsessed with House Orion mm-hmm. or you were and you kind of roped us all into this I kind of <laughs> roped you us all into it I thought and... that was a specific person yeah I thought it was a member person. of the house uh, it was a member of House Orion it was like a like the I don't think we actually specified but let's do that I idolize um, the uh, oh, the heir, the youngest or the oldest child of the younger generation. Yeah, I remember we we had a name at one point, um, but I I didn't have it collected in my notes. Um, but um, yeah, let, let's say it's this Lorian Orion. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Let's, let's, let's have a let's have a different name. Uh, wait, wait, are you saying no to one of your players? I'm Xing the name Lorian. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm Xing the name Sky. So what's that? <gasps> I'm Xing the name Sky. Okay, you'd like right. it to not be Sky? Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. Let's go. Let's see. House Orion is mostly humans. I remember looking up h- human Breland names last time. I I know that I. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's go, um, uh, um, so Breland is, uh, a pretty varied country, which is mostly humans, but it contains, like, not all the humans look alike, right? This, because we, we need to do better. Um, so, uh, House Orion has a lot Sheldon. of What's that? What's Sheldon. It? Sheldon? That's one that popped up in the brief folk name generator. Okay. Uh, mm. Although I was thinking it was a woman. I mean, a woman could be Sheldon. Oh, Maybe it's someone non-binary. Oh, yeah. Okay. What about Corvus? That came up in the chat. Corvus? I like that yeah. one. Oh, sure. Cool. Okay. I like it. Uh, so we'll go with Corvus. Um, uh, yeah. it, but if they recently actually... came out as... Sorry. What if they recently came out as non-binary, and that's why Nix is like, "Hey, that's awesome." Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Cor- let's say their name is actually Corvus Orion, like their literal mm-hmm. a literal scion of that house, and um, that is. So, we are transporting Corvus's um, something. Uh, Puja. Was yeah, it? like it's a new acquisition that they made, um, like an art piece yeah, of art like or something, a, or an piece, like a, uh, Oh, you know what? I think this will be cool. Like, there was a recent excavation in one of the um, the war torn zones. Ooh, and this piece has significance to Corvus, but we don't know why. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, so we know it was acquired and I think you all had to go get it because the person who had it was not inclined to make it available. How does that sound? Sure. Even better. What if you all weren't even asked, like Corvus did not ask you to do this. They were just expressing their disappointment. And Nix was like, I know how to fix this situation. Yeah, that's totally what I was thinking, too. That sounds sounds accurate. (laughs) Okay, so what we have is a portrait 
uh, it turns out it's quite large and there wouldn't be room for anything else in the bed of the truck. It's like a six foot tall, um, you know, four foot wide portrait in a frame, you know, like gilt edge frame and all that stuff in a big flat case uh, that's, you know, crate that's nailed shut and packed with straw and is... Is it uh, getting older? Well, I, I don't know if you all got a good look at it, because I think it has a like a, a protective cover on it. You're like, uh, yeah, okay, cool, this is it. And, you know, uh, oh, actually, it was probably in the crate when you got there, and it's just numbered, right? It has, like, an item number that you all figured out. Mm. This was the right thing. Uh, cool, grab it. Oops, run. So, Eli... Looking back up at the clouds that you just came out of, what or who or what does Alabas see coming out of the clouds chasing after you? Did somebody's uh, Kim Possible alarm just go off? I thought I heard a Kim Possible beep. Yes, that was me. Sorry. Okay. Yes. What's the stitch? Yeah, it's a good timing. <laughs> Eli, make it something that's not going to kill us. Doves. Stay, stay puff marshmallow, man. <laughs> uh, if you want to be doves, I can, the... I can do that. Was that a serious... Uh, sorry, Eli's thinking for the podcast listeners. Yeah. It was a very pensive face. Yeah. Very. It's still pensive. Still pensive. <laughs> I want to say that whoever we stole it from, it's their guards. Well, yeah. They lift it from. Okay. We didn't steal it. No, 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 no. We did not steal it. Other people may have had it in their possession and they may have wanted it. We did not steal it. I see. Just making that clear. I like that the warlock is making a moral argument to the paladin. That's <laughs> that's great. If they wanted to keep it, they should have kept it under better lock and key. Right? Undo. Yeah, anything that I could pry up is not nailed down. Um, Either that or... Get good, scrub! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, the house guard of the previous not-benefactor of this portrait. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we'll go with an actual... I don't think you went to another dragon-marked house to do this. This was just a private collector. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay. We have a skiff with several guards uh, chasing you down out of the clouds. Um, um, can I change that to be less... Um, to be more like a criminal syndicate? Like, maybe this was on the black market. Uh-huh. And then that's when the person found out. So now we have criminal ties. We yeah, were I mean, freeing we're to- it. Yeah. From yeah. those people that wanted to hold on to it for personal gain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you all had criminal yeah. ties before today, so that's that's fine. Let's, just, I mean, you all have that. ties to Nix, so <laughs> you had ties to... Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lies. Uh, they just have a different way of doing things, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Sup. <laughs> okay, so... 
what does Alabas look like as as we're diving down out of the sky? I think it's probably like five in the afternoon, and this the sun is still pretty high up, but it's cloudy. So you have this kind of strange twilight. Because um, I, I think I, originally we had described this as being in the spring, but we're actually going to say it's early summer in Sharn, um, which makes it pretty hot and sweaty. It's kind of a um, like not the most humid, like like Tokyo humid is probably a good example. You know, not like you know actual middle of a jungle somewhere, but like somewhere that's going to be pretty humid. Uh, so that's I think that's what Sharn is like to me. So, um, what does Alabas look like? Uh, he has kind of like brownish tones to him because remember how I said that he kind of like changes with the seasons. Mm -hmm. So now that it's summer, um, his armor and hair and skin is a little bit more tan to brown. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and then since he's in his armor, he looks not really comfortable, but I mean, it's basically like his home, like he's in it all the time, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like he's adjusting a lot, trying to get used to this new humidity. Yeah, in your your full plate mail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did we determine who all does anybody have a ring of featherfall or do you all just have that one token that I gave you? I have the ring of featherfall because I live there and have my whole life. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. yeah. So everyone else just has a token of featherfall. Yep. yep. Not that that's important. I was just curious. And we're going to use it right now. <laughs> the DM uh, give it the DM taketh away. Well, what we're going to do is um, one of the best things that I thought D&D 4th edition did, and 5th edition has not officially codified, but I really like a skill challenge. And um, we're going to do um, a skill challenge where you have to get a certain number of successes before you get three failures. We're going to make it six successes before you get three fails. And um, it's going to be relatively moderate difficulty and you can pitch what skills you want to do. Like it, it's like Nix is driving this thing. Nix, you're going to need to roll something related to driving, right? Um, X. But yeah, well, and we'll figure that out. But as we go through, what I mean is, y'all can can kind of pitch whatever it is. Like Rob, you were talking about being a the side seat driver, and um, you know, any of you can sort of say like okay, well, I'm going to do this. Or, like, we're not really in combat, so any spell that you do is more like trying to create a a more holistic effect versus, like, I do eight points of damage to that thing. Um, The idea is y'all are going to get where you're going. The the point of a skill challenge isn't, um, like, do you crash to your death, right? Um, The point is, do you get there and shake the, the... the chase do you get there and you know in in you know out of the clear and 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 break the tail uh, or do you get there sort of sliding into an alleyway and tumbling out and maybe taking some damage or maybe you get there and the chase has to continue now on foot because they caught up to you um do you get there and have to cash in some favors for someone to hide you um those would all be potential consequences of failing the skill challenge um, does that make sense? Con- concept? But uh, we won't fail, so none of your consequences matter. That's <laughs> not at all what I said. 
anyone else have comments of consequence? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, we can go in any order, but I would like to have Nick start since uh, they're driving. And uh, okay. we don't have like a specific driving skill, but I imagine you grew up here. You know how to drive a skiff. So I'm just going to have you do your dexterity plus your proficiency um, bonus. So um Remind me where the proficiency bonus is, would be on the. Uh, it's two. Everyone has the same proficiency, which is nice. About okay. This. Um, so it'll be your and, dex bonus. And if you're looking at D and D Beyond, your proficiency has like a little dot on it. If you want to add those, the math's already done. No, just as a reminder, you're, you're looking at saving throws, Rob. No skills. Yeah, there's it's no driving are... skill, though. That's what I'm saying. Is we're, I we're, see. We're, yes, we're just yes, doing a yes. custom roll here. I yes. see. Okay, so it's my dex, my dex mod plus proficiency skill. Yes. Okay. So, so. I think it's just plus five. Uh, yeah, that would be plus five. Okay, so you roll 2d10. Yep. I get six plus five is 11. Okay, that is not a great... That's not a success. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so excited about it, but yet <laughs> it's it's not a crash. I mean, you you get three failures before the worst happens, but we do start with an X, which is great. Um, not to be confused no. with X card, um, X versus check marks. So we have we have one fail, which is awesome. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Nick, as you're as you're driving down, you're you're lining this up. You've got the perfect shortcut to um, you know blast through this alleyway that you know. And as soon as you turn down the alleyway, there is a, a just a slow-moving, um, like, cabbage truck going by that you then have to, like, dip down under, and the truck bobs up, and you scrape the wall, and you're, uh, you're oh, there's a, we have somebody joining the stream. Hi, do you want to come up here? No? Okay. Well, then don't bother me. It's my dog, not a kid. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed to talk to kids, but probably not like that. Not like uh, that. It's, it's actually pretty it's close probably, to the same way. Okay. It's probably for the best, yeah. because uh, I don't need to re- be reminded now how much Janet hates me. Oh, yeah. Like, really? Like, it's so surprising. Much. I wonder if, so she would, if she would recognize you on screen. That'd be funny. Uh, so, um, yeah, you, you try to cut through this alleyway, and it is obscured through no fault of it. Like, there's no way you could have anticipated this huge truck being parked back here. Um, and you swoop down under it, and um, the it, you, you, like, throw up so much uh, detritus, it makes it very easy for the other skiff to, to kind of go above and then dive down again, and they've, they've closed the distance on how far away they are. Um, who would like to go next? We could also roll initiative if everyone feels more comfortable having a structure to this. Um, I don't care. I don't roll anything in, in this, so it's it's all up to you. Okay, Can we Rob. roll initiative? Oh, okay. I, we can roll initiative, but but I I had a thought. Okay, Rob, you go. And I realize these are dangerous, but um, <laughs> potentially as we were going by... There's a lot of cabbage around. Cabbage is falling off cabbage. said, said mm-hmm. truck. My cabbages! Mm-hmm. Um, Not my cabbages. So, 
I would like to utilize my trunk and throw some cabbage back at the driver of the other skiff. <laughs> okay. I mean, why wouldn't you just use your hand? I don't have fingers, dude. Uh, okay. I might have fingers. I haven't researched it that much. I, think I have you do. an opposable nose. Okay. What else do you want in life? <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> let's, uh, I guess, make an attack roll. <laughs> um,. So what you're describing is an improvised weapon, and so you would get your dexterity bonus, but no proficiency bonus. Okay. If you want to do that. Well, my dex bonus is zero, which is better than my strength bonus of negative one. (laughs) Okay. So this was well thought out. Uh, You can choose something else if you want. (laughs) Why would I do that? Okay. This is great. Nine and four is uh, 13 plus zero. Is 13. Okay, so the... I'm going to give this one to you because I should have told you guys ahead of time that your DC is 14 um, so that you knew See, to roll See, that would have changed enough. everything. So, it would have. I mean... Uh, nice no. All right. It's so, like Dave in the Star Trek game. You got to tell us ahead of time. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. So the DC is 14, but I'm going to give that one to you. Um, so we have an X and a check. We're, we're even across the board. We only need five more check marks for this to go well. <laughs> so, uh, no problem. Oh, also, if you roll a critical success, that counts as two, um, check marks. And if you roll a critical failure, that's two X's, which would end the skill challenge. So, what um, if instead of getting two check marks, we eliminate an X with a critical success? No, I don't no? negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't negotiate with terrorists. terrorists? No. <laughs> Just Claire. Listen, if you don't, oh, well, that that makes sense. fair. If you don't ask, the answer is no. Yeah, That's exactly. what I know. Yeah, you miss all the shots you don't take. Um, yeah. Okay, so um, let's uh, let's go to Alabas Orze. I nominate Alibas to go next. Okay. Well, I try to figure out what I want to do. Uh, like, what's in the scene right now so that it Alibas, wouldn't be... Your, Am I mute? Your skiff, uh, we, we took a hard turn to dive down an alleyway between two buildings close to each other. And when you got in there, it turned out there was a, a great big floating truck that was full of cabbages that we ducked under. Um, your friend, um, uh, Ventus... Uh, snagged one of the cabbages and flinged it backwards um, and managed to, to ping it off the front of the um, uh, 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 skiff that's following you. And it didn't really hurt them at all, but it did. They, they flinched and sort of, you know, went off course for a second. And so um, they lost a little bit of ground, but this, this skiff is catching up as the four of you are whooshing out of this alleyway to. Um, hopefully find another getaway spot. Could there be like a banner for what's the religious group we don't like? Oh, the um, silver flame, silver flame. Yeah. That he could cut to try to get in the way of, or maybe some sort of like clothing lines 
where clothes could be draped between buildings. Oh yeah, clothing lines is an easy get. Um, okay. Let's do. Um, let's see. I don't think there's a skill for yanking clothing lines. Um, well, he has a long sword. But just cutting them, I think, would get them out of the way. Uh, so I don't know if that's going to be as helpful. Uh, that- let's do. Um, Hmm. I feel like it would be dex and strength because you have to catch catch it and then you have to yank it. Um let's let's just do we could do a strength check. That's fine. I know your your dexterity isn't super high. So let's do um strength. Probably no proficiency bonus again because this this is pretty wild. Okay. Um so just uh the two dice plus That's two. A 15, Alex. Oh, nice. Uh, so we have another check mark on the board. Yay! Fantastic. Uh, no yeah, team. you, you uh, reach up and grab this clothesline as you go by, and it doesn't break, but it does snap back, and and a bunch of the clothes flutter off and and um, uh, uh, like cover the front of the skiff that's following you, and they're you know going off course for a second, losing ground, and they're having to look for you again as they uh, get their bearings, and you know. Some guys leaning out the window like, hey, my shirts, what, what are you doing? Um, and, my cabbages. Yeah. And shirts. Uh, yeah, so he owns the truck and the shirts, the same guy. <laughs> my cabbage shirts. He my made cabbage shirts. shirts. He made shirts out of cabbage. Um, <laughs> so famous, famous in this part of town. Um, I mean, you know, the hipsters don't wear anything nowadays. Yeah. So, uh, Zay, what are you going to do to make I this better? I am going to take on just the voice of the um, of the person that we acquired this painting from. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to yell at the people in the back and just be like, what the hell do you think you're doing? So, they're... Are they meant to think that they've been chasing their boss? Yeah, I, I think okay. it, like my idea is that to to make them think like you've got the wrong, you've got the wrong vehicle. Like, okay, I told you to follow the people. Why are you still following me? Stop. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'd be I'd be open to a persuasion roll on that. Sweet, I got a plus five on that. It's pretty. Happy. Uh, that, that didn't work. Cool. Uh, seven plus nine is sixteen plus five is a twenty-one. Hey, okay, we got our third check mark. We're we're one and three, so doing great. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, but it's my turn again. Yeah, now. let's check in with Nick's uh, for another <laughs> driving check. Um, if you want to do something other than Dex, I'm open to it at this point. If you have a, an idea of something else you want to do, um, I mean, Dex is my strongest. Uh, I feel like, um, I mean, some some other ideas might be things like investigation for looking for a getaway route. Or um, stealth might maybe there's a way to to work stealth into this. I'm not sure how, but if you can uh, make a case, what for about them. what about deception? Like I'm going to try and feign like I'm going one way, 
but really I'm going another way. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's, let's take a shot at that. I like okay. that. A faint. A faint. Faint. Yeah. <laughs> um, That will be a 16, Alex. Heck yeah. Sorry. Okay. Like you're a Trebek. Sure. I haven't forgotten your name. That's all right. Uh, okay. So we're one in four. This, there's no way this could go wrong now. Uh, oh, why would you even say that? <laughs> Welcome to gaming with me, Claire. Sorry. <laughs> this is, I don't know why I'm like no, this. No, I love it. This is what I I'm love like. it. I, no, that's perfect. Um, speaking of being like this, Rob. <laughs> I was born this way. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to do. Um, well, I don't know, Jason. Here's a question: If I'm looking for the correct route, like a very tight. If she, if if Nix had success with the faint. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, actually, hold on a second, Nix. What was the total of your roll? The total of my roll was 16. Oh, 16. Okay. Because remember, 18, 19, 20 is critical success for us. So that's, that was Right. Close. Well, but it was a roll of 10 plus I have six with my deception. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that was the close, so. but not a critical success. So. Yeah. Um, the, oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. The 10 isn't that close. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you now. Okay, Rob. What yeah. were you saying? Um, so would it be a perception roll? an insight role or an investigation role to figure out the best possible route post faint investigation investigation you would pick that so i'm going to look for the best well, possible and, route and just so it's been said you all will almost never instigate a perception role that's something i'll ask you to do um the, the way that perception's written is it's like being aware right. of things happening to you an investigation right. is the role for looking for something. So draconian. I mean, okay. you want to play D&D. That's, that's what it says. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Don't use my words back at me. <laughs> They're the most uh, fruitful things I can think of, Rob. <laughs> that's true. Oh, my, snap. <laughs> fair. My investigation is a 14 in order to find the most mm. optimal route. Yeah, that's a success. So your uh, bo- bossy side commentary, <laughs> what, what does that look like? As you, you notice there's, there's a, like a tunnel, not a tunnel, but like a bridge that if you die, you know, how, how does that go? Let's have that in character. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a poke in the head from, <laughs> from the trunk and the, the arm pointing that way. Use your words, Ventus, and I follow. And I follow what he's doing. Okay, so you don't say anything. You just oh, like it's 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 all nonverbal, excited words. Oh, 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 oh. okay, yeah, right. yeah. Um, okay, folks, we're one success away from closing out this uh, 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 skill challenge. <laughs> Word ah, flew ah, out of my mind. <laughs> um, so let's let's just do the same order. Uh, Pooja, what, what do you want to do? As we're diving for this bridge to disappear under. Yeah, it's not my turn. Oh, oh, did Vin, did Alabas go after? Yeah, yeah. he was. He oh, was sorry. Next. I have a thought, guys, but it might be a tag team maneuver between Zay and Alabas. 
where oh. if he could rip open the box and we just chuck the box so it seems like it fell out and then we hold on to the to the portrait oh well okay so remember the portrait's like six feet tall yeah, but he's strong I, I know but like to rip the, i mean okay i would have you yes you could definitely try that i'm gonna have you roll with disadvantage because it's so huge and unwieldy um but uh that's fine well, how do I do disadvantage? So two. you roll the two dice and get a total, and then we'll roll it again and take the worst total. Uh, that's 15. And that is... Do I add my strength? Well, not before. I mean, what what's the total on the dice? Oh, 10. Okay, so we have to take the 10. Uh, okay. Then 10 plus your strength modifier. Is 2. So 12. Can I throw in athletics? I don't think this is a, a sport. <laughs> All right. Um, athletics is for like climbing, swimming, you know that kind of stuff. Um, so I think raw strength is is pretty good. Um, what about acrobatics? No, oh, is that what he said? No, he no, said, said athletics, athletics, but that's not a strength based skill. No, yeah, I mean, yoga helps based. build out strength. Um, yeah, that's reflected in your strength score. <laughs> Right. <laughs> How about this? How about this? If I am helping him, can I negate his disadvantage? Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good way to help. And your first roll was the fifteen, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love that. That's and great. And then it'd be seventeen with the strict modifier. Okay. Well, the two of you, please describe how you rip open this box that is bigger than either of you. Take out the painting. And and toss it out in the time that you're under the bridge and out of view. Uh, uh, take it away. I um. Because couldn't we use the sword for leverage? I think so. Like it? so, you have like your you pry open the front of the box with your sword, and I use um. Uh, and I get the back, like I pull the painting out from the opening. Like when you, you've pried open like one side and I pull the painting out while you hold it open and then you just like let it, let the lid go down. Okay. So it is not the, the like smoothest way we could have done this, but it is the fastest. Yeah. Yeah. And we're real lucky that we didn't fuck it up real bad. (laughs) Do you then just keep keep the lid on the sword, like keep the sword in the lid and just flick it back behind you, letting well, the box I, fly off the sword? I think you wanted to dump the whole box out, right? So that they would think... Yeah, like we our little cool it. move made the box come loose and we lost it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, so with that... You have completed the skill challenge. However, you're in this very precarious swooping maneuver. And um, <laughs> uh, Zay, I'd like you to make a dex saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> Zay or Nyx? Zay. Okay. So? I know we all look alike to you, so. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I? There we go. I get what I'm doing wrong here. I got a 13. Okay. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. You just, you kind of like 
fall down in the bed of the skiff with this painting on top of you. I mean, it's huge, and this the frame is so heavy. You know, your adrenaline in the moment, the two of you got it out of there, and he was able to kick the box out of the back, and this enormous painting just, like, boom, like, falls onto you in the back of the skiff. And I think the the problem is, like, yeah, you could get out, you could, like, tear through the painting and get out of it, but you're trying not to damage it, I, yeah. I think. I'm you know, holding it, like... I've got a really weird grip on it because I'm trying yeah. to only hold it at the frame. Yes. And I'm like, eh, and, I have no leverage. And your eh. minus one strength is probably a component to this. Oh, shit. I actually, like, before we started, sorry, I switched my stats up a little bit. Oh, I so I do have a plus page. one. I have a plus one strength and a minus one wisdom. Okay. Hence oh, me no. thinking this is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Fair. But, but I do have I no I have no leverage to get this thing off of me without messing it up. And I am trying not to mess it up because I know how much impressing Corvus means to Nyx. Uh-huh. And as silly as I think it is to continue to try to impress these people who really do not like us <laughs> at all. Yeah. If yeah. if it makes you happy. You're still a bro. Aww. <laughs> um, but I am underneath this painting basically going like like trying to what the with both my is? arms above <laughs> my head, trying to push the frame up. But I can't get any leverage because yeah. like, I'm laying flat on my back. It's awkward, and this thing is big. It probably weighs more than you do. This <laughs> is like... What is, is that- the painting of? Uh, well, remember, it has a... Um, I guess, actually, you wouldn't tear through the painting because it has that, that safety cover on it. Um, so what you have is a painting, and you you know, like, you peeked inside real quick. It's like, okay, that's a painting of a person. All right, boom. And then put the safety cover back on. And so you're sort of pinned under this hard wooden panel that is that is protecting the front of the painting. And, you know, sort of pinned down under like, okay, how do I get out of this without wrecking everything? Um, and the, uh, the four of you are able to uh, break away from the pursuit as they turn to their perceived, like, Oh, uh-huh. there's no way they could have taken the painting out in that amount of time. That's impossible. Uh, and they they swerve to collect the lost item, which is more important to them than finding you. They can send an investigator after you at some point. So, um, and these guys aren't technically city watch; like they don't really have any authority to attack you in the street. So, um, they uh, go after the the crate. And uh, Nix, you're able to bring the skiff back to. Did we say you all lived in the dock ward, or you all just know a bunch of people there? We did not. I, I don't think we said where we lived. Okay. Well, we should decide that. Um, I know I know. Uh, when we talked about our location, mm-hmm. uh, one of the answers was there's a problem with your location and that it was the docks were sinking. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I kind of Sharn assumed... was sinking as a whole. Oh, uh, no. Like, that... um, like Venice style. No, that it's just the ducks. Sharn sinking would be like a world-ending problem um, because it would mean all of the air magic here isn't working anymore. Uh, oh, so I thought that was kind of the, the 
issue. Oh. This is where I this is what I thought was happening. Oh, okay. No, it's it's um it's just part of the like the docks have to be in the water and I think that's like messing with the magic or something. Like I don't I don't know if you all know exactly what's happening, um, but the docks are sinking a little bit slowly, but a lot of the city of Sharn is just hovering. Like it's not even attached to the ground. So um the that's not going to uh, fall into the water anytime soon. Uh, glad we got that cleared up. Yeah, if if, yeah. Uh, if that started sinking, we'd have bigger problems. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought we had big problems. <laughs> you have. I thought we were staying at the. Um, you have level four problems. <laughs> we have level we four problems. Level ten problems. Guild. What'd you say? Reason, I thought we were staying at the Adventurers Guild. For some uh, reason, that's like kind of like sticking out in my head. The Adventurers Guild is is something the four of you are familiar with, but it's not a it's not like an inn or like a place to oh, gotcha. stay. It's a place to go get work. Um, it was wasn't it close to like more of the the working center, like the where you know the more blue collar aspect of things were. Yeah, have we have we've been how long have we been together as a group? Uh, well, at least the last couple levels, uh, I remember is what I said last time. So that's, that's probably a, you know, a year's worth of adventuring or so at this level. Like it's, I, I would theoretically have like a pretty, maybe what, what someone might call modest, but would really be like comfortable uh, dwelling that if we'd been together for a year and I hadn't like disappeared and never spoken to you again, I probably would have been like, eh, kind of my pad. It's okay. cool. That's cool. We can start with that. We've got a studio. Docs adjacent. <laughs> like an open floor plan? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> there's bedrooms. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Um, so you probably park on the roof with a bunch of other skiffs and, and random vehicles and things that are up there. Um, the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The... Um, the, the, Crash pad? Yeah, I mean, it's just... Landing pad? Parking on the roof, Pretty yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, there are a few people kind of wandering around, but at this point, you all are no longer in the chase. So this is the advantage of having won the skill challenge, right? Is you, you're just coming home, and you have a big painting in the back of your skiff. It's not like you're, you know, skidding to a halt and trying to hide or something. So, um the, the one thing that I will say, though, is that the painting being out of the case looks immediately valuable, right? It, it is, it's this big sort of gilt edge carved, you know, fancy frame with the, all the fancy bits all over it. And, um, you know, it's, it's painted and um, it's, it's a gorgeous looking frame. It's, it's not the sort of thing you, you put your, you know, refrigerator drawing in, Um and the uh, the four of you parking the skiff and you know picking this thing up to carry it inside definitely at least raise a couple eyebrows of like, wow, that painting is worth probably thousands of gold. <laughs> like regardless, like the frame is worth hundreds of gold alone, uh, and you don't put that kind of frame around a piece of shit painting. Anybody's eye that I catch that's kind of looking at it with that arched eyebrow and, and kind of pensive look, I'm going to shoot like a very narrowed eyed, mild intimidation to be like, you don't want none of this. Oh, I like that. Let's roll intimidation. 
let's roll intimidation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We shall. Uh, a zero and a six would be a sixteen. Yep. Plus a three would be a nineteen. Nineteen. A dirty nineteen. Okay. Come to me. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so you all are unloading. I imagine you're able to do this because you're not helping carry anything. Um, is that accurate? That, that I'm able to shoot people dirty glances? Yeah. No, I figured, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm helping. Like, I figured all four of us, or at least three of us, maybe not Nick's, is, is helping to carry it. No, 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 no offense, Claire. Just, <laughs> just I figured you're doing your thing, um, whatever that may be. Well, that's a good question. So, is Nyx helping carry the painting? Uh, she's probably getting her getting rope out of her back out of her mm-hmm. pack to be like, oh, we can tie it up and make a thing and make a backpack. What are you doing? Why are we why Why are we doing it this way? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to be able to take it down the stairs, you know. To the, oh, you know, if you picture like that, uh, like that New York style uh, uh, mm. roof access mm-hmm. door, and then down the yeah. stairs to wherever. Okay, pivot. Um, Uh, so you may have to take it down the side of the building and go in your window okay is my window big enough yeah probably it is now if if you roll well (laughs) it is Um, but as you're as you're unloading and getting this thing uh up and and ready to go um you know you're you're drawing a few glances and uh ventus turns around and just gives folks the stink eye and um, immediately, everyone around is like, Whoop, I was busy with a lot of other things that aren't anything to do with this. <laughs> Goodbye and good day. What, would, would we all have noticed that? I think so, yeah, because you, you were getting some attention and Ventus, I think, I don't know, maybe you could, like, clear your throat a little bit, uh, uh, Rob? Um, I think it would be more the silent, like one of those stares that you can feel, mm-hmm. okay. like you've done something wrong as a child and your mother knows it. Yeah, ah. and and I think also you know that this has to come with the territory a little bit with a, a path of the old one, um, or uh, what's it called? Um, it's a uh, I made a pact. deal with the old one. Yeah, pact. Pact. Yeah. pact. Um, the um, I'm a pact animal. The <laughs> the this pact uh, represents making a deal with something that is somewhat madness inducing, right? Like it, it's that. Um, like really intense person you'd meet on the street. You're like, I think I'm just going to cross the street and <laughs> take the other sidewalk for now. Cause that guy is a lot. Uh, and yeah, you just, you turn that stare on the, the few people gathered on the roof and everyone has something better to do and turns around to do it. So, um, the question is, do we want to unload this here? Try and get into the apartment. Do you want to take it over to house of Orion somewhere? And, and hopefully, Get uh, like I don't think you actually know Corvus personally. Is that accurate? I think we met him, right? We met him after we stopped. Oh, that's right. They they know um, that you all stopped a thing. Oh, that you all you had to break the spoke when you when you saved the spoke. It required the destructive thing that you did. And Corvus knows and appreciates it, but they haven't, like, it's impossible for them to tell the whole city, like, no, no, these guys did what they had to do. So most of the city knows that you all broke the spoke. And they also know the public story of, like, 
it was kind of the only way to do it. But what we decided is that most people also have this feeling of like, there was probably a better way to do what they did. <laughs> like, yeah, it had to get done, but like, really? It, it was that? <laughs> uh, right. So, um, Corvus is somebody who was able to compensate you for helping out with the city. And I think maybe you had like helped Corvus or saved Corvus in the act of that or something. And so was witness to that. And they have said what they could to sort of, I mean, you're not arrested, right? None of you were fine, right. but you also didn't get the key to the city. Um, cause y'all are, are loose cannons that, uh, can't, can't be trusted. So, uh, <laughs> make your own rules just like me. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, options include taking this into your apartment and taking it over to House Orion. Um, um, are we sure we want to unload this here, guys? Yeah. Nope, we are not. I'm just saying, like, we've already had to sick the sick ventus on my neighbors. Maybe we should just take this where it's going. Is uh, all I'm saying. Do you do you have a way to contact him? Mm, I mean, we know where he lives. They do we, we know where they live. Uh, we could just go. I could go downstairs, get a little ribbon, could put a bow on it, put it in their front yard. You know, happy Christmas. Don't they have some sort of art gallery maybe that we could donate this to or do we specifically need to make the I mean I think Corvus definitely has an art gallery but dropping off stolen art at a public gallery is probably problematic yeah it'd probably be better for their private collection do uh do we have a way to contact him like messenger or did you get did you get anything when you met him met them um, I mean, I've got a little, we, I've got a little necklace thing that says I met Corvus Orion. That, that you made when you got home. Listen, <laughs> yes, but also rude. <laughs> um, no, I don't have a way to contact him beyond, you know, showing up at his doorstep. I mean, it, you could call any messenger service in town and ask them to, like, it's sort of like, you know, FedEx, like you can send them something. Who they'd, knows if they'll actually get it or win, but um. I was going to say they'd be they'd be as likely to take it. I'd just as soon hire, you know what we could do. We could go to the Bards Guild. We could hire a representative to introduce us so that we could present the portrait. I don't know if you'd want a misappropriated portrait presented to him in a very formal and public. This way. is a very appropriated co- portrait. I will have you know. Think, There's nothing misappropriated about it. I think what we might want to do. We know where they live, and we we know where they work. We know that the that they have an office, correct? Oh, so yeah. we I mean, go? they're they're sort of gentry, right? So the, the, I was going to say, I yeah. don't think they 
they work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and you just work really like yeah. like loosely. Yeah. I mean, there there is the, uh, now to be fair, there is the um, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't the only one. Okay. Um, house but. of Orion is the uh, the house of transportation, right? And so the trains are run through them. The um, passenger boats and shipping and airships and everything goes through the spoke, right? So I think yeah. it, at the top of the spoke, there is an office that's like, um, you know, kind of looks like a cross between a... You know, a, a Hertz and a ticketing counter and a, you know, whatever. Like, you could Not, go in there. But, and- like, at the same time, like, I feel like House Orion would have kind of a, a business center, even if it's just, like, a wing of the house that's used more for um, mm-hmm. for bringing, like, for taking meetings and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. And Corvus as hair, as air, air. <laughs> hair to- of the family. Yes. I like hair. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, hair from now. On. As air would have like a um, an office kind of room, even if it's just like a glorified yes. extra bedroom where they, they can. They certainly have an office in the mansion where they could take meetings and and do that sort of thing. And I think that we just hold on to this until say tonight, and we drop it off for them there where they're not really likely to be because I don't think that they spend a lot of time there, let alone a lot of nights. And that way we get in, get out. No one is the wiser. If you're talking about delivering it to house staff, that's pretty straightforward. If we're talking about unbreaking into the house, that, I mean, this is probably one of the most powerful houses in Sharn. Um, It'd be like house Orion, house Thrashk, and house... Uh, shoot, what's the storm house called? Um, House of the Storm. Nix and I have gotten into one of their events before. So even if it's not tonight, if we, like, get into another event, if they have one coming up, Lirindar as a disguise. House Lyander. Lirindar? Lyrindar? L-I-R-A-N-D-A-R? Yeah, Lyrindar. Um... Yes, that's uh, that's those those are probably the big three here, um, and uh, all of the houses have pull, but um... or we can pose as contractors who are redecorating their office. Is it? And we go in during the day. Sorry, uh, is this conversation in game? Right, like are we in character right now? Yeah, like I'm totally okay. just floating random okay. ideas. <laughs> Um, you know, I like that as a good backup. Alternatively, we could just go to the side service gate and say, this is a present from an admirer and drop it off. Because it sounds stalkery. It sounds like that's not going to be... I'm not understanding the question. It's, it sounds accurate. <laughs> I mean, but the idea is not to sound so stalkery. So we, oh, you know what? Let's just get a new crate. We stick it in there and say, hey, delivery. Yeah, I think that's what, what Nix was saying, right? Basically. Mm, yeah. Like, we I feel like off. there were some key differences. <laughs> I so, so my concern with posing as a contractor is along the same lines as your concern. 
I don't want to seem stalkery. So perhaps wait for that for your end. But listen, but listen. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that, and I'll say, hey, if we drop it off, but we need to put it in another box. Well, well, hold on. What what's our goal overall? Like, do we want? Do we want them to realize that we're the ones that got it for them? Like, do we want to get more in their good graces, or do we just want to give them something that they wanted? Well, they know us as the adventuring group with the branding issue, meaning we don't have a... knows us with the, as that. So, if we just, like, leave a little card that says, from... The Sharn Misfits, that's, you know, that, that, that they'll know it's from us. I heard you offhandedly talked about this portrait, so we decided to go steal it from a corporate syndicate to give it to you. Mm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. adds up. Yeah, that's, that's more than 240 characters. Oh, well, we don't have to worry about that. Well, we're not, s- we're not sending a tweeting bird. It's fine. Misfits of Sharn. No. That is not our name. Veto. <laughs> We're having a branding issue. You have to in character veto that. Oh, and I love it. Okay. I did in character yeah, okay, veto good, that. Good. <laughs> no, we're not. Stop making misfits of Sharn try to happen. I just okay. Sharn that is not dragon. Fits. Mm. That is so not dragon. That is so not dragon. You're right. You're right. So, what would be the like the most dragon way? to drop this thing off. Sorry, my pillow keeps trying to be in the game here. Um, well, for what it's worth, the idea of like going around to the side door and dropping this off, whether it's in a crate or not in a crate, <clears throat> although some kind of protection would be nice because it's real cloudy and humid and that afternoon or that evening rain could come anytime. Um, mm. It's not as weird to just drop something off because... House staff probably have a like, okay, is this dangerous? No? Okay, bring it inside and we'll figure it out. It's not like modern day real world where you would never accept. Like, you'd be like, well, I don't know what this huge thing is. That's crazy. I'm not bringing that in the house. Um, you know, you can do some pretty basic uh, detection spells on something like this and, and see if it's safe enough to bring inside at least. I've got it. We write a note says this is not the biggest portrait in the world this is a tribute and we leave it by the door and that's how we do it do we identify ourselves so that they can reach out with a message sure thanks or whatever we'll call ourselves the spoke breakers also i thought we wanted to rebrand in a positive manner that's better (laughs) It's worse. The spoken there, we had a good idea. We had a good idea last week, and I don't remember what it was. Well, with Alabas and Zay, you could be A to Zay. <gasps> hey! <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, just, I think I, we're I having think, a branding issue. I think, I think just, 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 hold on, I'm getting a character voice. Um. Oh, the I, bespoked. I, the bespoke. That's what it was. The bespoke. That is what it was. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Pooja. Thanks, James. 
Oh, yeah. that's right. Cheers. That's what it was. Cheers for that. Good job, oh, buddy. So- oh, snap. They actually remembered. That's amazing. Awesome. I My drink it's won't show up on net. Zoom. But yes. Thank you, sir. Um, yes. So, so the bespoke. Um, that way, that way they, that way they know to contact you so that you can start engaging in further conversation in order to further whatever goals you have with this person. I just want to have tea. That's tea. fine. Maybe don't put that in the note. Uh, no, 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 no. That would be weird. I can't ask them to have tea. But. Um, so we could do that. But first, we really should. I mean, one way or another, we need to put this in a box because it kind of sucked to go through all of that to get it just to have it get rained on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do I have a box? Well, I probably a box. not. But I mean, y'all live in the dock ward. It's pretty we easy can get a to box. Go pick up a crate and yeah. Um, I bet we can pick one up uh, just down the way from Shorty. Yeah, you could drive this. You know, fly the skiff down there, repack this thing, um, take it over to the house. Uh, I think that that sounds like a montage to me. Uh, <laughs> sort of, it's a montage. Yeah. Um, we move through that. We, anything we need to do in particular before we drop that thing off with the the note? I'm gonna the- shift my appearance to. Um, I'm gonna go for. More of a uh, nondescript, like you know that that shade of of brown we were told that we would all be by oh, like right. twenty forty five. Yeah, <laughs> with you know like middling, like kind of darker brown hair, like a few shades darker than my skin, but uh-huh. like eyes that are the exact same shade. <laughs> sure, uh, and I'm gonna go for like that human look. Okay. Like overalls, kind of worker style. Yes, like it's and just basically like the most ND humanoid that I could come up with. Okay, the most average. Yes, Got I am the Eric. average of averages. Okay, oh, one aggressively average. Uh, I'm keeping this face. They haven't seen it yet. What? Okay. All right, so we get the thing dropped off. Uh, the house staff is like, like they don't even blink. They're like, oh, okay, delivery for Corvus. All right, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, uh, could you uh, be careful? It's, have a great night. It's very delicate. Mm. <laughs> don't drop it, please. Yeah. I just walk. Like I, I stand there. Like if, 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 like there's a gate outside the walls. I stand there at the gate, like watching them until it gets into the house. Yeah, and like listening, and of course the you know house staff of House Orion probably are paid more than level four adventurers at the Adventurers Guild, right? In a year, right? Uh, <laughs> they're, they're they're being very indulgent by allowing me to watch them take it right, inside. Right. They're, they're yeah, <laughs> extremely professional and proper, and you know, full full Downton Abbey on on that. It's uh, yeah. Um, and uh, although I usually a picture, just so we know, like I think House Orion is described as mostly human, um, but I, th- I think of them as human than gnome uh, as a mix uh, of folks, like, you know, families that have no uh, merged in that way. Uh, also, I should say, but my my little tweak to the Eberron setting, it, they describe dragon marks <clears throat> as moving as being affiliated with a species, and I 
object to that a little bit in that it, it's my, my version of that is that it, it follows your familial line. And so if you have a human parent and a gnome parent and, and you're, you know, some mix of things, uh, you you might get the mark or you might not just because you're one one or more of your parents had the mark uh but um more of an inherited trait than a yes. racial trait yes it's an inherited trait rather than a racial trait thank you does uh, that make you gnome ish yeah it does um so that uh that horrible transition uh, moves us to the <laughs> next part of the game um, we're, I think we're pretty good to take our break here in a minute. I, I know, uh, it's, it's easier if we all take a break at the same time with this sort of remote v- version. Uh, when we're playing in studio, often we just sort of take a break whenever it's convenient, uh, one at a time. Also, there's only one bathroom then. So like, it makes sense that yeah. we take oh, a break one at a time. Huh. Cause otherwise that's awkward. That's yeah. Funny. No, I we never, can all use our own bathrooms. I, I never actually thought of the math of that. Of like, yeah, there's no point in all of us taking a break at the same time because we would have to wait in line. Versus now, we're all in our own homes. I assume. Um, no, home. what are you talking about? I'm in, I'm in the studio. Can't you <laughs> yeah. Um, Social distance. What? The wall behind you is doing some strange things to the back of your head. Uh, it really, it really is. <laughs> it's probably the stork curse trying to invade our dice rolls. Yeah. Oh, am I in stork seat? Should I change my picture? I mean, you have I stork looking over your shoulder. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. For those of you on the Creepin'. podcast, this is amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah we're, if we're, you're talking not, if our, you're... we're talking about our Zoom background images. Um, yeah, if you're not if you're not actually watching this, we're doing some amazing visuals right now. Um, so <laughs> I wish you could see. If uh, if we can't, we should probably serve the D and D gods by saying we retire to a a tavern scene after dropping this off. Does that work for everyone? Um, sure, a, a always doc, down. Doc Ward. Start in a dungeon, end in a tavern. I love it. Um, okay, That's so the Kraken. Uh, yeah, okay, the Kraken. I'm making a note. Um, the crack in the uh, oh, can it be spelled like the Gaelic so word crack? K C R A C R A I C crack. It means oh, speaking. Yeah, the crack in. Yes, that's possible too. We've had a lot of versions. What what what's our final final note here? Letters is fine for me. I don't. I didn't pay attention okay. to the spelling, but I'll go with it. Okay, Pooja. I missed the question. Are we? We're going to the tavern. I'm fine. Yes, but we're naming the tavern something silly, like the crack in or the crack in or cracked in. Uh, The crack in. Yep. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, Yes, it's the the crack and shake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gonna skip over that one. (laughs) Shake crack. See, this is oh, this is going to ask me to. Oh, oh my oh, god! <laughs> all right, what does the AI spelling mean again? Uh, talking. It's oh, yeah. uh, uh, it's Gaelic for talking. Yeah, for for conversation. I like that, but I think I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave Gaelic out, and and we'll do let's we'll just do the Kraken for now because the folks who made it aren't that uh, clever. Uh, cool. K R A K E N, the Kraken, and. Uh, <laughs> 
Those are all really good ideas, though. We'll bring those up when we have um, cleverer NPCs that we're making. <laughs> cool. uh, <clears throat> all right. The, the girl and the squid? Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll, uh, let's take five, and we'll come back and, and do that tavern scene and see what happens next. Cool. Yay. If all anybody right, in chat has questions for us or for our characters, feel free to shoot them now. And we yeah. can just answer as we come along. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we'll try and keep on top of all of that, and we'll be back in five. Thanks. Hey, welcome back. We all went to the bathroom at the same time in different bathrooms. It was very <laughs> exciting. Um, I thought about all of you while we were away, and um, you were close to my heart. I, can you see this little face? Oh, puppers. Oh, <gasps> hello. No, you can't get up here right now. Hello. Jason's, Jason's dog is now in screen. Yeah. What a beautiful um, girl. Yeah, she's very cute. Oh, is she a boxer? She's a Pitbull Chihuahua miniature poodle mix. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> she's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. She's, she's confused. Beautiful mutt. No, she knows exactly what she is. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, so, she's not a girl. The uh, that's right, not a girl, not a robot, <laughs> not a girl, no. not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> mostly good. She's mostly good. Uh, so we uh, we come back to find our heroes uh, celebrating their huge success this uh, this evening. Um, just about when you're uh, so is the Kraken. Um, bar. Is this near where you live, Nix? Sure. You, yeah, it's my neighborhood pub. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So as you all are about, you, you're like ten feet away from the door when it seems like the sky just opens and huge. Like it's a lot of rain, and they're those like big fat raindrops, like like summer jungle raindrops, right? Um. Just instantly doused as as you uh, you know make your way. Uh, I don't know if you hurry at that point or or what, but you sort of make it into the Kraken, and um, there's a lot of folks there who recognize you. Did you want to say something, Claire? I just wanted to know how difficult it would be for me to make it look like the drow face was melting off of me in the rain and I melted into like another appearance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it, nightmares it, <laughs> into however your neighbors recognize you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for your friends. Yeah. Let's do a performance yeah. check. I just want to see how much you upset your friends. <laughs> Yay. Like I'm awesome. upset right now. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Well, I'm sorry about that. Um, that's actually, that's actually a good question, though. I would I would be really curious to know both both Zay and Nick's like how, what is your default setting? Yeah. if there is one. I I imagine that I have a human face that I wear that you know me as. Um, okay, well, who would you describe that? I mean, how would you describe that human? Is there like an actor who would play them in the show or? Um, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Okay. Nice. But or, that's always a good, but younger, good right? Show. We do know Nix is like eighty years old, but you're you're playing them. But like I present like thirty. Thirty year old yeah. Tilda Swinton. Okay, I have a very yeah. clear picture in my mind. Okay. Um, what about awesome. for Zay? Um, 
Zay has kind of a like more low key look that they wear around town. Um, and it's because Sharn is primarily, correct me if I'm wrong, like Sharn is primarily like a human town. Uh, no, it, it was in the wartime when it was uh, very Breland. But it's it's like you know New York or L.A. There's a lot of different folks uh, living in Sharn. So okay. um, so post war, it's more like a melting pot. Yeah, it it is now. It, although there's also those post war tensions, right? It's it's like okay, well, we were at war with you a minute ago. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was only a few years ago. So you know, if you can imagine, like 1950 Europe is. Although that's, I've, I said this last time that World War II is a bad example because you had these like clear evil villains of the Nazis. Like it's it's much more like World War One, where it's just I like was about everyone to say, like, was the Great mad. War yeah. Because, yeah, because we all got into war because of a very complicated set of of alliances and, more yeah. than more than actual like hostilities. Right, and, yeah. And the case with the the war, the Great War that was going on here is. Um, people have been fighting for decades, right? Like a whole generation had been raised in, in the, now not all of it was a shooting war, you know, but it was just, it was tense and there was fighting for decades. And then some sort of magic super weapon went off, wiped out the country of Siri and there are still Syrians left, right? That they weren't home, you know, like troops that were just, Distributed out, sort of like Alderanians. Sorry, spoiler. Expats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. snap. Yeah. Um, spoiler. 40 year old spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> That's no moon. Yep. Uh, oh, wow. So, um, but yeah, that went off, and everyone was like, wait, why? Why, though? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> and so, you know, we don't know. Was there an angry god? Did somebody have a, a magic spell? Was was there just so much magic being flung around? You know, is there a critical mass? Since no one could answer that, no one could come up with the circumstances under which we could continue to fight. And so the there was this external force saying, okay, well, we have to stop and, and figure something else out right now. So there's also a lot of Cold War shit going on of, um, you know, underhanded dealings and theft and assassination and stuff like that. People trying to get power other ways, but um, that's pretty much how that goes. So uh, I am going to say though, that like, because my initial knowledge of Sharn was more war based mm-hmm. that I chose a human persona to be my like yeah. semi-permanent face here. Okay. Uh, and along that same line, like, Zay has uh, kind of medium brown skin, dark brown eyes, dark brown hair, like stuff that's, it's not the the super average, the most average of a- aggressively average uh-huh. persona that, that I had just taken on, but it's not anything that would stand out or call attention to them. Yeah. Because what they want to do as much as possible is to fade into the background and okay. like be cool. overlooked, be be kind of like underestimated a little bit, so that 
when the time comes, it's unnecessary. <laughs> like, like people aren't going to be looking at them. Yeah. So they can do what they have to do. <laughs> okay. Um, and then generally like wearing some kind of, uh, the clothes that they normally wear. It's going to be something like a Selvar Kameez, something like a Kortha Pajama um, look. So something like a what? If a Kortha Pajama or a Selvar Kameez. Oh, yes. Like a long tunic pants that are a little bit more flowy. Yeah. So it's uh, like easier when they change forms. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you have some, some like... Uh, I have like some room to the move Hulk and options. grow. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to hulk out and get naked. Yeah, I mean there are limitations to changeling changes, but yeah, that that totally makes sense. You could definitely. I think it says like two feet up or down, right? Like it's something along like that. Yeah, anything that is considered a medium creature, right? And it has to be roughly. They have to be roughly humanoid shape with like two arms, two legs, right? And you can't suddenly have wings torso. or uh, a tail. Well, you can, but they can't function. Well, no, because that's not the same collection of limbs, though. That's 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 a new. I could be. I, I think it's you I'm, can be, I'm but go you with, can be an ecro. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> with, with no no surprise limbs. So um, anyway, okay. um, we're but, but yeah, like the idea is that when Wednesday shifts shape, they want to be able to shift into different races that have like you know like more upper body and less leg or less like more leg and more and less upper body and like pretend to be someone who skips leg day yeah never but pretend yes i mean pretend but know that it's not true (laughs) i like it my my face nix's faces are more utilitarian like this is her fronting face Uh this is her norm this is the face you know this is a face everybody that everybody knows so do you um, normally sh- present with a female appearance or do you uh, present an androg- I present uh, with an androgynous kind of female. Um, I chose Tilda Swinton specifically because she's very androgynous. Um, so I would say I normally swing more femme, but present more androgynous. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, does... Uh... Does our, our Loxodon, uh, Ventus, like, do you get dressed up for the tavern? Like, what, what like, what do you, what does your outfit look like normally? I guess you, do you wear light, oh no, you, you skipped armor because you have a natural Loxodon yeah. armor, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't have any armor, I just have tough hide. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not really like, I, I am far more utilitarian than anything else, right? I mean, I think I think oh, that dang. I was really hoping to see you like in a fancy suit that's like perfectly tailored, and you know, like um, uh, what's the guy from the Spider-Man villain? Um, oh, Kingpin. Um, Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah, thank you, Kingpin. Um, I am not that wealthy. Okay, so not right now. But we are going on a journey together, so we don't know what the end point may be. Okay. Th- does he want to dress like that? Is that a goal? I mean, I think, I think like, my, my, my view of the world is I want to experience absolutely everything there is. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I am on a, on a quest for knowledge more than anything else. So we're going to need and a bigger so, boat. Yeah, we, yes, 100%. Okay. Um. But yeah, but if if that's in the cards at some point, absolutely going to go that direction. If it's not in the cards, 
school, then I'm going to go seek knowledge elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, uh, just looking at some I stuff. I think Alibos would have, like, his out-of-armor get-up would be more robish. Like, just, like, piling around the temple. Like, I don't think that he would have gotten anything yet. Oh, sure. Like, kind of like Jedi-style robes? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, boss is human, is that right? No, he's Wood Elf. He's what? Wood Elf. Wood Elf. Wood Elf, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wood that I could that I Elf. So, I, I think Alibus, I mean, this is up to you, Eli, but I'm picturing, like, in spite of the fact that he's got, you know, 15 strength and, and is, you know, pretty tough, is probably still built pretty slender. Does that sound right to you? Or are you yeah. picturing muscly? I mean, muscly for an elf, which is slender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm I'm muscly for an elf. I just want to point that out. Oh, okay. Sure. Wiry. Um, okay. Yeah, like wiry. Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think of Tom Holland as like a half-elf. Um, well, he's a half-human. Also perfect. Because he's spitty. Yeah. And he's a perfect person. It's yeah. true. Um... Okay, so um, when uh, when you all go into the Kraken, the Kraken's owner proprietor is this uh, woman half orc called uh, Penty, and um, you know Nix because you're from here. You know that Penty is not a half orc from like the drone part of the world where most orcs and half orcs live. Penthi is a like Breland and more importantly, Sharn native, right? Like she grew up here. This is her city. And you know, like there's a whole mix of people here. It's not just humans. And so that mm-hmm. that's just an important distinction. If you're, if you're looking at, um, you know, folks, particularly in this neighborhood too, there are people from all over the world who come to the dock ward at Sharn. Um, but she kind of got to live out her dream. Like she um, did some adventuring when she was younger uh, and she's only like 40. Right. But <clears throat> got to open up a, a, this tavern at the docks in, in her like home neighborhood. And so you probably watched her grow up, honestly. Like, I don't know. Not, I think we established the other players, their, their characters don't know how old you are, really. Um, mm-hmm. but the, um, the Knicks, we know her background, their background is at 80, I think is, is what you said. 80, yeah. So I'm, I think. And maybe Penty calls me old man or something. Yeah, because you know they. Yeah, she has seen you her whole life, and yeah, you, if there's a face that's been consistent, and your friends are like, "Come on, they're not that old." <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Um, and that's you know, Penty's never really brought that up in character uh, or in specifics. But um, when you all go into the Kraken, it's a busy night. But probably one of the things you notice right off, um, let's let's say it's like Friday night, you know, it, in the Kraken. One, it's uh, it's less humid in here, and that's one of the spells Penty knows is that she can like 
change the ambient. She could sort of like uh, press to digitate a room, right, and change like the temperature and the um, air quality, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's also like not very smoky in here, even though there's like a big roaring fire. Because also at at night here, when it's even in the middle of the summer, it's nice to have a fire to dry things out, you know. And so the air in here is is drier. It smells nice. Um, the candles aren't like it's it's not just all smoke everywhere. Um, but it's also not a fancy enough place to have like alchemical lights and, you know, fancy doodads and all that. So, um, it is, uh, you know, very much a sort of Tolkien-esque, um, tavern with torches and lamps and a, a big fireplace and all that. But the, the atmosphere is controlled. She has that, that's one of the spells she knows. And, um, but what, what you walk into is she is having a fairly heated conversation and it's not like the whole tavern has stopped to watch and listen to this conversation, but everyone's conversation is a little bit quieter and like the the folks gambling at cards at a t- so this this place is laid out as there's I'll, I'll use my 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 square here to describe um so if you go in from the bottom of the screen uh the bar is directly across and then in the area there there are dotted tables in in the open area there uh and then you could go around the bar to the right and there's a restroom there if you go around to the bar to the left there's stairs up to where you could rent a room all right does that kind of make sense for everyone and you could get in behind the bar from either side if you wanted to go around that way um so there's probably 15 tables in here it's a pretty big space for you know all, all things considered but keep in mind there's uh if, what eight twelve rooms uh, probably twelve rooms upstairs uh between another couple of floors so it's a a busy thriving business um lots of people coming in and out you can see there's even a couple of um uh Sogwin folks who are sort of like sharp teeth you know fish folk who look like I mean, there's there's sort of a stereotype about them being pirates, but these two actually look like pirates. Um, <laughs> so they look like they've like just come in from the sea, and the you know, um, but they're just having a conversation in the corner at their own table. And um, Panty is talking to these two. Uh, looks like orc or half orc. Not totally sure. Their backs are to you. She's having a heated conversation with them has some stuff on the counter is handing it to them and what you hear is it's fine take this just take this and go eat somewhere else not here you're <laughs> we're we're done like you <laughs> have to go you can't stay um and and she's like what language are they speaking uh she is speaking to them in common and um okay. that's kind of just the tail end of of what you come into Okay. Hey, boss. How's it going? To I'm Penty. speaking to Penty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, she looks up at you uh, kind of over the shoulder. That, so there's uh, an orc who's very masculine and an orc who uh, looks fairly feminine. And um, well, let's say half orc. They, they both look half orc. Uh, 
the so Penty looks over the guy's shoulder around at you and kind of gives you this look of like uh, <laughs> you know just like silent frustration of not like she doesn't literally say can we throw these people out mm-hmm. but um the thing I need to do is have oh actually Alabas what does your um don't you have like a detect uh, I have divine sense. Yeah, what is your divine you detect, sense hone in on? It says, as an action, you can detect good or evil. Until the end of turn, you can sense if anything affected by a hollow spell or known location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not totally behind cover. Okay, and so how do you use that? Do you just automatically... Uh, you can use this feature three times per long rest. So I would have to like engage it. Okay, well, I'm going to set it off and not have you spend it. Um, So I'm just going to have it go off for free. I think because Alabas's thing, like one of the things about his order is like they're about the beauty through art and music and uh, being able to promote all that to make sure that like goodness doesn't go out of the world because like art Mm -hmm. creates life sort of a thing. So he would totally bring his loot to the bar. So he probably wouldn't be around them. So then oh, yeah, like when it kind of goes off. It's with, it's a pretty wide area. Yeah. So he would, wouldn't necessarily be around this like kind of confrontation, but then like he's just about to start singing. And then that's when the ping comes off. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you get, uh, I don't know if it's exactly precise because you kind of go over to, there, there's a little performance space by the fireplace. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And the, um, uh, you know, your, your uh, divine sense goes off and you know you're sensing an undead and you're like, okay, well, that's weird, <laughs> right, in this place. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you probably can't pinpoint it without, a, like, if you want to roll investigation, we could try to pinpoint it. But it's either Penty, which seems unlikely, or one of the two people she's talking to. Um, okay. but you have, you have sensed an undead in the room. Uh, so you could either roll investigation or spend the divine sense, which I had, you, which I gave you for free, um, mm-hmm. to know exactly who it is we're talking to. Is the not normal undead, like this Eberron's undead, did we say that that's, it's still not common knowledge, right? Um, everyone knows that the undying exist. Um, mm-hmm. it's just not. Like, they don't wander around bars, <laughs> you know? Um, they, they don't really leave their island for the most part. Uh, actually, Aaron, yeah, I think Aaron all is an island. And then there are rumors about the undead from Welldown. Um, but again, not that's mostly just rumors, as far as you know. Um, so, hey, Jason, are those rumors treated as like... Oh, a lot, a lot of like ships have been there. They've done trade with them, or is it rumors of like fish tales, urban legends? Yeah, um, somewhere in between, right? Like a okay. few ships have been, and they've come back and be like, "You guys are not going to believe where we just, you know, um, because Well Down was maybe not the busiest shipping lane because it's also I had mentioned the Sogwin pirates, like it's through." Uh, you know, heavily pirated waters to get to the island in the first place. And so there's a lot of airships that were going out there because that was safer. 
and you know heavily armed merchants would go out there, but it was worth it because uh, the city of Karazosh, the Emerald City, can pay for stuff, right? Like they've, they've, there's a lot of wealth on the island, and and they will uh, make it worth someone's while. But not everyone will go, right? It's not a cheap trip to make, and you you have to have the funds and wherewithal to go and defend yourself on the way. So, um, yeah, it, it already wasn't a super common destination. Um, so. Okay, then he'll um, kind of put his. I don't know if there's like a stand that you put his loot there because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would steal it unless he's terrible. Then they'd be like, he probably shouldn't be playing this in the first <laughs> yeah, place. Let's, like cut <laughs> those strings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he'll yeah, he's to the loot. It's not his fault. <laughs> uh, he'll walk up to the group and be like, "Penty, you seem harsh to these travelers. That you'd want to kick them out." I don't want to get around that we serve zombies in here. And and, and that's Penty what I was just looks sensing. furious. I did sense that, but I feel that these are different. Uh, the people she's talking to turn around, and the half-orc guy um, doesn't seem like the one that, you know, now that you're close to the three of them, uh, mm-hmm. he seems alive. And mm-hmm. the gal who turns around has, so that he has this sort of, um, uh you know, orcs can vary in shade, and he's he's more of like a green half orc, like leaf green um, to pale in some parts of his skin, uh, pale green uh, with uh, dark black hair, uh, and he's he's just built. Uh, uh, well, he's built like a like a Jason Momoa, right? Like he's he's a big dude um, mm-hmm. in uh, leather armor and. Just like traveling stuff, um, he turns and he's like, "What? Th- this isn't." You know, he's like trying to not make a big, like trying not make a scene. Uh, he's physically large and is probably used. To, like he looks like he's used to being in spaces where he knocks things over. You know, so he's like mm. trying to not do that. Um, and I can empathize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not as big as you, but. He's, you know, six foot six and built to be six foot six. You're just bigger than him. So, um, and uh, when the gal turns around, she has this sort of pale lavender skin, um, but their facial features look similar. They like, like they look related for, for like, you know. Um, however, she also has this like, sallow skin quality. Um, her eyes are kind of sunken and yellow and, um, there are some like stitched up. There's like a stitched up cut on her cheek that is, it's stitched. It's not the first time you've seen a stitched up cut on someone's face, but, uh, that, that this is the person who's setting off your awareness and, uh, she she turns and she seems a lot more kind of hostile and you know like look we're we're just we just need a room like she's still trying to talk Penty into giving them a room. Um, so, is it unusual? Is is her 
is it unusual for her to have these feelings towards an un, an undying person? Like, um, is there a general think, amount of fear around it? Um, so, first of all, I think probably nobody you know or nobody you've ever met has met an undying person. Okay. Um, and if an undying person were here, they would be like, well, one, they're all rich because they've been around for ages, right? And they wouldn't mm-hmm. be coming to the docks. Uh, right. They, like, they might come here to find someone. Like, if they were on a mission to like, mm-hmm. come to Sharn and figure something out, then they, they might come and ask around, but they would be in fancy armor. They would probably have, like, the Undying Crest. They, they, like, they would have no reason to hide who they are. They're, they're a prestigious, if secretive, group. So, mm-hmm. uh, guessing Undying. And it's also, I think for the rest of you, it's not immediately obvious that this gal is dead, right? Um, Penty called her a zombie, but, uh, like, you've, you've probably fought zombies before. Um, you know mm-hmm. Penty has. She's talked about it. Um, is, this, is this a normal reaction? Like, does Penty treat people like this or is this out of character um it is somewhat out of character she is gruff right she's she's not like everybody's mom you know mm-hmm. but she's not an asshole for no reason you know she, right she's just she's a barkeep she can't afford to be right yeah she's no nonsense right like she likes running a tavern right she likes people enough to, to yeah. like want to be here and do this but it's uh, it, it does seem a little strange that she would like just does take your shit. And Alibas get out of here. have ex- exposure to the undying. What's Not, that? Like direct? Exp- does Alibas have exposure to the undying? Being an elf or a wood elf, or is that like a different type of elf? Uh, it's a definitely Not a like- different type of elf. It's probably something you've heard about um, because okay. it, you know, especially in your like religious learning and stuff. It's mm-hmm. it is notable that before the undying thousands of years ago undead were generally associated with negative energies and then the undying mm. was it was you know a big deal that there were positive energy undead folks did i get the detect evil as well no um so, so I if you want to spend un- it if you want to spend the thing i can give you a bunch more information or if you want to just roll investigation i can give you some more information I'll spend it. Okay. Uh, so check off Divine Sense. and um, This is real snazzy, this D&D Beyond, guys. Oh, oh it's nice. It's so they should be paying us for how much we talk it up. Um, but it, it honestly... Well, I mean, here's the other side of that, though. I just wouldn't play D&D again without it. Like, if it didn't exist, I wouldn't be playing D&D. So <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. The um, okay, so you set off your divine sense. You um, spend the action to detect good and evil, and you also sense this. Um, I don't, uh, as a game mechanic, I don't put a ton of stock into good and evil, but I would say, like, if somebody were way down one end or the other of the spectrum, I would identify that for you. These folks are in the like gray area of normal people who do good things and okay. bad things all the time, right? Okay. Um, but you definitely you you have clearly identified this gal. Uh, she has lavender skin and darker purple hair. It's like kind of a long braid, like a kind of a Viking braid, really. 
mm-hmm. um, uh, she is definitely an undead person uh, to your okay. your paladin sense. Uh, then he'll step up to Pen- like in between her and Penty, mm-hmm. kind of at the bar. The the bar yeah. is between Penty and these two. Um, um, there have been a lot of there have been a lot of uh, civilians that have been displaced that have been taken in by the city. I feel like these are more and should be accepted as well. I do sense that she may not be wholly alive, but there are types of elves that have the same energy. Hmm. Okay, so Pendy's initial reaction is like, look, th- she's no elf, but uh, what, Alibus, go ahead and roll your persuasion skill. Looks like you have a plus four. I sure do, and that's a crappy roll. Uh, that is a nine. Total oh, of nine? nine? Yeah. Okay. We did it. Um, we did so we, it. Yeah. I, are we within, are we within hearing distance of all this? Yeah. Like, I think the close? three of, you know, all, all of you sort of come in and all of us was going to go set up with the loot and did you say loot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You were going to go set up with your loot and that, you know, you're all just kind of coming in and you're either going to go to the bar or look for a table because it's a relatively busy night. Uh, and you were you know, starting to do your thing and then, wow, okay, there's this thing that's taking up a lot of air in the room. Um, and, and, you know, everyone else in the tavern is w- w- pointedly ignoring it, you know, of like, oh, no, I'm sorry, what were you talking about? You mean the conversation <laughs> we can hear clearly from all the way across the room? Um, no, no, I don't, I don't know what they were talking about. Um, can we, can we assist... Alabas, or well, okay. Let me. I don't want to say we, because Zay and Dix may have different opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if there's ever something that everybody is pointedly ignoring, Ventus wants to get in the middle of. <laughs> <laughs> so so, is there any way that I can assist Tell Eli? You if you describe how you're helping. Uh, Alabas's conversation. I'll give Alabas advantage, and and he can roll again. Okay, I am basically walking in and putting, um, and making a space at a table, physically by by finding like the smallest possible space, and inserting myself into it and going, no, 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 we have room right here, right here. We can all sit right here. Hey guys, right here. Okay. Here's where we're going. So you're trying to get the attention of the folks at the bar. Yeah, like basically who who Alabas is talking to um as well as the rest of the group. Okay, so the the main thing the, the main person Alabas has to challenge Wait. is Penty. Uh so So uh, it's more of convincing Penty like no 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 there's room. There's room. We've got room. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. We got we got And you Rob know that <clears throat> Is is Ventus like being willfully ignorant of the fact that it's not about how many seats are in the tavern? A hundred percent. Okay, like he knows that's not the issue, but he's making that the issue. Correct. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. I like that. You you do have a high wisdom, and that's that's kind of a street smarts thing to be aware of. So that makes sense to me. Um, okay, so let's roll again, Alabas. Uh, that is a sixteen with the plus four. 
So 16 total? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, that is much better. And um, uh, uh, Penty says... Uh, you know, kind of looks over where Ventus is like edging, out, you know, people out of a table. <laughs> people are like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, you know, a couple people get up and, and move to another table. And um, the, uh, just the look in Penty's eyes is like strained. <laughs> like you've kind of put her in a position where she has to say yes to this and, and, or, be the total asshole, you know? Uh, so too late for that. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's kind of being an asshole already. already. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she says, uh, fine. The table by the door, since that's where you are. Um, but they have to be out be- before we just don't fuck. And she just turns her walk to the you. other end of the bar. Um, <laughs> Which, um, and then he'll ask uh, Penty as they're walking over, "How much is it for a room?" Uh, Penty looks back and says, "They are not staying here. That is not an option." So, you- can I get a room? El, Alibus, <laughs> you, you come and talk to me later. Thank you. Uh, oh, oh. It's not that. <laughs> She's like, take that damn loot away. Um, okay, so Ventus, you made room at the table. Alabas, you sort of made this opening. Um, these two, uh, we'll, we'll just call them siblings because they really, really look related. I and mean, it's hard to deny it at this point. Um, she's not as big as he is, um, but she is like six feet tall and kind of rangy. So... Um, they're uh, both in traveling clothes. He has a just like a uh, probably a long sword, I guess, and she has a, a short sword and a pistol. Um, is a is a kind of technology that's available in this world. It's not common, but you know you see it around. Um, uh, do any of you know about uh, firearm stuff in character? Uh, I would say I probably saw some amongst my travels. Okay. Uh, So this is a design that is, it's not um, a design you're familiar with, but you can identify it as a a firearm, obviously. Um, But what's, it's interesting because all the firearms you're used to, like you've seen the design where you pull the trigger and it pulls a hammer back and it slaps down and sets off something. This yeah. is, I mean, it looks like those old sort of flintlock pistols, but you don't see any sort of like hammer mechanism, which is like a pretty obvious thing for how a gun works in this world. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably the thing that might catch your eye if you're, if you have an eye for guns is that looks weird. Um, so um, they turn and uh, the big guy looks like he's going to say something and she puts a hand on his chest and says, uh, and thank, thank you. It's also like, we just needed these things and we can go. We don't need to cause a problem. I don't think that it's you who's causing a problem. We, we don't stay where we're not welcome. And that's sit. Talk to us. 
What is that? And I, my trunk points at the firearm. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> uh, just for fun, Vincius, can you, can you roll persuasion for me? Persuasion. Sure. I can do any, I can try anything. Uh-huh. Cause it's he can roll anything. <laughs> Nine and a four is a 13 plus persuasion is a plus three. So that's a 16. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, she warms up to this very strange, you know what it is? I think she knows what you're up to, right? Like she saw the conspicuous collection of a table and that you're trying to make kind of a normal way for you all to have a conversation. And you could see like, there's some relief. Also, as you say like, Hey, we're having a normal conversation now. You like, you sort of loudly give the room permission to just mind its own fucking business for a minute, you know? Um, and that wasn't any of my intent. No, my I know. intent is to know what the fuck that is. I know, but your, your persuasive tone, uh, <laughs> made room for the, the conversation to happen. And, uh, they they want to come over and sit down at the table with you. There's there's room. The six of you at this table is definitely max capacity for this round table. Um, you got to steal well, a couple Alibas of cheers. Alabas is going to from... go play the loot. What's that? Alabas is going to go play the loot. Oh, you don't want to sit at the table with everybody? I mean, he'll be in the general vicinity, but I mean that's kind of like his thing a little bit. Okay, you'll be out of conversation range. It's a, it's sure. a fairly big room, so it's up to you. That's fine. Okay. I mean, he'll come back if he takes a break. Okay. But he's going to go play a couple songs. Okay. So uh, the two of you sit down. They introduce themselves as... Um, he, he says his name is, is like Gore, and it, but everyone just calls him Gore or Gory. <laughs> um, and so that, that's his like, sort of self-introduction, and uh, her name is Stiv, S-T-I-V, um, like like Shiv, but with a T. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And um, and, and yeah, and just in a, you know, their sort of you know introduction montage is that they've uh, arrived here from well down, and they're, um, you know, they just got in tonight, and so I'm I'm curious to see. Uh, and and she is going to answer your question, Ventus. Like th- th- they're just sort of like getting through the preliminary of like we have to say some things before I tell you about my weapon. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. Oh, well, they apparently have s- some sense of how conversations go, and so <laughs> I know, right? Social graces. Who knew? Um, uh, what is uh, what's Zay up to? In this situation, I think, like I was watching this whole situation, I was ready to step in, but it was unnecessary. <laughs> Yay! But I'm very interested in why they're here. Like, obviously, they came to this inn because it's an inn, and they thought they could get service. Mm-hmm. But without it's not a bad guess, with, really, without having to deal with all this, <laughs> right? But. Uh- but, like, what... I know that, like, the Undying don't normally leave their island. Yeah, and they're almost exclusively... Yeah, they're exclusively elves as well. And, like, why... Why would you come here? 
It must be something important. Okay. And what's um, uh, uh, Nick's up to in all of this? Nick's has just been kind of, uh, she, she said, you know, sup boss and, and kind of watched the whole thing unfold. Um, she doesn't like racism of any kind um, for obvious reasons. They don't like racism of any, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, so Nix is, is uncomfortable. Nix has lost a little bit of respect for uh, Kenny, Petty? Penty. 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 Um, and, but is also, you know, kind of understands, like, why is there an orc undying? What is this? So they're going to kind of hedge their bets and, and get a get a, get a beer or whatever from Penty and join everybody at the table and just kind of listen. Okay. Cool. Um, just looking for something here. Um, okay. So the five of you sit down, uh, to the table. Where did I put? Okay. Sorry. I was just looking for a document. Um, the, the five of you sit down at this table and... Yeah, we'll sort of proceed as <laughs> as this went. So the um, uh, she answers the question about her weapon and that it's a, a type of pistol that works when it's wet, which is uh, that's the like her main description of it, right? Is it not? I almost said it's a water pistol. <laughs> that's, not, yeah. that's not what it is. Um, that's a different kind of gun, right? <laughs> Uh, but, uh, she's, you know, used to sailing and, and it's a, a kind of weapon. Like it works underwater is, is a claim that she makes and that it, um, is like the operation of it is a little bit different. It's, um, so that's, I, I'm unfamiliar with pistols in general. Okay. Um, just, I haven't encountered them yet in my travels. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able um, to handle one anyway, even though nope. you'd have to have one big specially fingers. made for your big hands. Yeah. Or his nose. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. A, nose, a nose pistol. A nose pistol. We're going to build them. We're going to have to build a nose pistol, aren't we? Yep. I guess better than a nose cannon. <laughs> Is it? A nose rocket? It's <laughs> not funny. Aww. 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 Yay. Stop making this up text text. <laughs> He can't help it. I know. Um, so I'm basically for me, for for Ventus personally, I'm going to go down a path on the technology mm-hmm. and less of a path about the person. If the technology runs out, then the conversation will switch to the person. Yeah, that, I mean, the conversation wouldn't go super long because she didn't make it. Like she doesn't know everything about how it works. Like she couldn't recreate it. You know, she's not a okay. Then. If you, didn't, if you didn't make it, then is oh. this common carry now amongst the uh, amongst the shipping lanes? Uh, not that I'm aware of. It's uh, I'm told it's expensive. It was a gift uh, before we left. Uh, well down. Oh, you must have a great admirer then. Oh well, we're on a. Oh boy! 
They're on a mission from God. Uh, yeah. no, oh, I, so you're saying you have a great patron. We, we, we're on a diplomatic mission. I, couldn't, I can't say it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it until it was coming out of my mouth. What's funny is we just we rewatched um, Rogue One last night, and then like the first fifteen minutes of A New Hope, and because um, uh, you know, it, I'd never actually sat down to watch that part together. I really liked it, but anyway, um, yeah. What? No, we're we're on a we're diplomatic envoys from Brian. Uh, my brother and I are in in. The mayor of Brine gave me this before we left. It's it's complicated oh. and difficult to make, but so is a mayor in charge of your country? Like, can can you do a diplomatic mission from a city to a no, country? But, but the mayor takes orders from the emperor of Karazosh, and oh, there's an emperor. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, the emperor is. I mean, it's it's a little bit complicated because, like the the family rules the city as a group. The the ruling family. There's, there's not just one. I don't know. Oh, how to, m- multiple emperors. I mean the the family is in charge. It's like a council, but if the council were all related. So the mafia. What's that? It's a bunch of families that rule things together. I guess, yeah. That sounds similar. All right. So the mafia sent you? No, the city of Karazosh sent us. Oh, okay. All right. What are you trying to do here? Except have a drink at at a pub. Well, that would be nice. And and Gore, um, it's kind of like, seems a little uncomfortable. He's not saying why, but he's also not, like, stopping the conversation. But he also, he he just, like, shifts in his seat and has his mug and is, just seems ill at ease. And, if, uh, if you, I'm sorry uh, to, to intrude, but if you're on a diplomatic mission were you not provided with arrangements places to stay people to contact while you were here well the problem is we don't have a lot of contacts in the city everyone who was willing to do business with us two years ago is no longer willing to do business with us through the old channels and we have to build new channels why because most of us are dead. Well, yeah, that's part of your whole thing, isn't it? Yes. But our arrangements with House Orion were canceled, and we're here to make new arrangements with a different house, if possible, that we can begin shipping again and uh, create a, <laughs> a livelihood. And she kind of laughs at her very bad small joke, but kind of mirthless, you know, like. 
Are you what saying the- that the House Orion isn't dealing with your kind right now? They canceled all of our contracts. Uh, Did they give ago. a reason for it? No, they won't return our communications. Did they cancel it recently, or did they cancel it upon your... They said six months ago. Six months ago. ago. Which, as far as the rumors that you've heard, is that this all happened a little over a year ago now. A little, okay. Hmm. Well, it's certainly um, disappointing uh... to hear of that. Action by House Orient, uh, Orion, however, uh, not entirely surprising. Hmm. But they're not Why the only ones. Surprising? They're not the only ones with ships and airships, and um, the House Thrashk has reached out to us. Um, the island of Welldown is um, pr- predominantly. Half orc descended, and uh, the house Thrashk is similar, and they, uh, I think, rightfully see an opportunity to um, make a move. But it's complicated for them to get in touch with us, so we came to get in touch with them. But they didn't provide any kind of arrangements for you. Well, like like I said, it's complicated to do that ahead of time, and they have to protect their interests as well. Mm. 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 Uh, Aldermas is singing the song basically saying like is about like accepting uh, the changes of the season uh-huh. and like how things are intimate that's a big favorite here I think everybody likes that song do I need to make a performance roll? yeah let's make a great. performance he check he I love that it. idea oh he bombs it <laughs> how, how bad is it uh, it's a 7 total okay well you get advantage wow. here because everybody knows your name Alright. Everybody knows you. Oh, I gotta re-roll the whole thing. Um, that is a 16. Oh. The subtext has become text. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's much better. The, like, half dozen tables that are nearest the fireplace are all, mm-hmm. you know, clunking their mugs and singing along and, you know, coming in on the refrain and that's the, uh, yeah, you, you've got probably half of the, the tavern is, is you know, singing along and having a great time. And um, I think this conversation is probably ancillary to that. You know, like you're aware that everyone's doing a big sing-along, but you're far enough away mm-hmm. that that's, um, you know, that's, that's everyone's singing a song. It's not hard to have a conversation during that. Um, yeah. But I like that. I'm, I'm noting that Song of Unity is being played in the background. Um. I want to ask Stiv how the the House of Bounty Hunters is going to help them with trade. Um, it's interesting that you call them that. I've heard that name. Well, we know them as the House of Finding, and what we need is a a new route. We need to find mm-hmm. a route, and finding includes bounties but it also includes finding the path sometimes mm. Mm. Huh. makes sense I hadn't heard that one noted um, uh, I did a sorry my thing is not doing what I wanted to do well do is you there have like a, uh, no, go ahead 
Uh, is there like a um, a schedule for knowledges and things like that? I'm my brain is still wrapping oh. its head around five e. Uh, yeah, we could do a history check. Um, what what is it you want to know about? Um, I want to know. Um, uh, well, I'm 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 not remember. Maybe maybe you discussed it, and I'm just not remembering it. Like what happened. A year, a year ago? Oh, yeah, way. that's fine. It's, so what happened is, um, or at least the, you all are getting rumors, so it's okay if it's a little bit fuzzy, like your understanding of it, it's a little fuzzy, because in character it would be. Um, mm. But the rumors are that some necromancer came to the island of Welldown and did some sort of spell that sounds impossible based on what's been described and turned a whole town of like several thousand people into... Um, zombies and raised the skeletons of everyone in the graveyard and, you know, um, just turned a whole town of people into undead and was going to march across the desert and take over Karazosh and which would not be that difficult to do with thousands of undead soldiers. Um, Right. And uh, they were stopped when a, a group of adventurers somehow were able to stop the, the necromancer. And that, that's what is so wildly guessed and varying in the story. It's, you know, pretty hard to get a, a straight answer on that. But the, um, the story is a whole town of people were turned undead. And once the necromancer was killed, they, they were of their right minds again, but they're still undead. And so, mm. um, the in the in, in the more recent months, there are rumors of them, you know, wanting to be able to create contracts, like you know, open shipping lanes, and um, that they you know claim to be good sailors because if they fall overboard, they just have to get back in the boat. <laughs> like that's right. Okay, <laughs> they just back climb right back slots. up. Yeah. They don't have to sleep, you know. They they can sail all night, um, it's, right? You know, that's so. Uh, they're they're just they're trying to make their way in the world, and it, versus a lot of, um, you know, at at worst prejudice, at best, like, wait, what <laughs> is the? Right. I don't know. I don't know how to categorize that of like incredulity of, like, what what do you mean you're undead? Um, right. So um, it's it's something that is so far out the realm of what e- even in this world of like fantasy and and magic and all that, um, the idea that this concept is new, right? So it's it's fine if your character is like, wait, is this real? I thought this was a dumb story. Okay. Uh, so you know any anything along that spectrum is totally okay. understandable so then in that case i'm gonna ask so why why do you need new shipping routes what's wrong with the old ones all of our contracts were canceled because they don't want to work with us anymore i assume so but i don't understand how shipping routes are going to help with that are you trying to find new places to go we need people to hire us we can't uh-huh. sail somewhere with nothing to pick up and not, not and no one to sell to okay. so it, we may we might be able to use the same literal lanes of moving from place to place but if we get there no one 
currently will do business with us unless we're we have the backing of a the dragon marked house. It's important mm. to find new markets, I think is what they're trying to say next. Mm. Or mm. access mm. to the old markets. We're not particular. <laughs> we, we just want to do business. Well, is it because of who you are or because what you have to offer? So, for instance, is it a straight commodities issue or do you think they fear working with people in your condition? Um the house didn't give us a clear explanation as to why they canceled our contracts. The- if you've lost all of your contracts somewhere in the last few months, I would say that it's most likely the obvious. Yeah, that's been our assumption as well. And we, um, we haven't we we tried to open a conversation with them and they were not interested. <laughs> Guys, can we go back to Corvus's house and take the painting back? Is that a thing? Well, can I mean, can we ask him? Like you've you you've got you you've got a relationship, not in the relationship <laughs> kind of way, but you at least know the guy. I mean, can't hurt to ask. We did just give him, you know, something he's a. Uh, Super was super excited. They were super excited about. What if we instead of attempting to break into the house, Orion, uh, to take back something that we wait, so literally just gave them? Gore holds up his hand when you say he's like, "Wait, did you say Corvus? You you know Corvus Orion? Yeah, Nix really loves him. Listen, okay. first of all." Yes, but also totally yes. obsessed. I just think that they're really great. I just I think that they're they uh, are really forward thinking, which is why I want to take the thing back that we gave them because because it's not cool to be racist. I uh, just or statusist, yeah, or necromancist, traditional. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, so. So Gore is yes. is breathing centric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Gore is uh openly incredulous, right? Like this just like if if you think from his point of view of like okay, the random people that we met at this random tavern we went to <laughs> know just happen to know the mo- one of the most high-ranking people in the house that we are, you know, greatly at odds with. Um, so I, I'm going to need somebody to roll persuasion. Someone at the table. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. What's your persuasion? Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, it's plus four. <laughs> yes. And the roll, bitches. Um, that's going to be an 18. Oh, that's A gentleman's 18. A, a dirty 18. Suck it, Gore. A dirty 18. Yeah, okay. Um, so Gore sits back in his chair. You can see this wooden chair, like, kind of shift and creak a little bit as he sits back. The, I, are you serious? Yeah. No, I'm Ventus. That's, this is Nyx. This oh. is Zay. Are you a, yeah, serious. Seems like a joke that a father would tell. 
but I can be your daddy. No, no, scratch that. Oh, oh, I do not. Fast. I I, this is a fast lane yeah, game. That's that's out. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> out of character comment. <laughs> Happy Jacks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, if if what you really want is to reestablish your relationship with House Orion, or I mean, would you, you be open to that? Your, or do you want to pursue your new pathways with House Thrash? We only have the beginning of a relationship with House Thrash, but I don't know if we would trust House Orion to enter into a new deal at this point. And honestly, from... I mean, I know something of trade. Uh, and once your partner has broken your trust, their word is no longer their bond. There's no point. What you need, in my opinion, is something new. Not to just be another ship that is on the highway of established rats. But this this deal that you're proposing with House the Rash seems perfect because what they can find you is something no one else has. Once and- you have a monopoly on the new whatever it may be, then they'll have no choice but to come to you and you'll be able to set your own terms. Oh, that's that's been somewhat along the lines of what we were hoping for as well. I have a my thought. friends. My, if you don't mind me calling you, my friends, you, uh, you reek of desperation. You know what removes the stench of desperation? A good introduction. And while we might not be able to get House Orion to re-enter negotiations with you, we may be able to leverage their guilt, their obvious guilt, over this horrible decision of canceling all your contracts into an induction with House Thresh. Well, what we, obvious guilt? We would be open to... The obvious guilt that we're going to... To, to show them that they have. Yeah, I, obviously. If you have a a contact with House Thrashk, we would. I can't. This is Stiv speaking. So I, I can't afford to say no, in the metaphorical sense. However, the desperation is somewhat misplaced in that we're very well. F- Funded, and she like lowers her volume a little bit to explain this. Like, we've come prepared to make a deal, a substantial deal, and our country. So the city Karazosh is uh, there's like the whole desert nation is also Karazosh. It's like sort of New York and New York, you know. Um, yeah. And then Brian is the Staten Island. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. The um, so she says, um, I, uh, if possible, we would leave Orion out of the conversation altogether. They've 
we want to create a new conversation and we have funds, but obviously mm -hmm. we also can't operate at the, there were Which many you places. Need is not just, I mean, obviously the monetary is a draw, but it's not just that house the rash has something to offer you. But that you have something intrinsically valuable to offer them. Yeah, we think so as well. And what is that? Uh, superior shipping skills, certainly. Um, the A willingness to go places no one else is willing to go because they're too frightened. Yes, and the ability. We have defended our ships from pirates, like. If I may, aggressively well, uh, we um, we have an endurance. Most of my folks, my my brother's uh, uh, natural weakness, notwithstanding, <laughs> I could, um, he, he still breathes. You understand, and um, that's and oh he, yeah. I, I, oh, I'm you're not the same about that. Why is it that he breathes and you don't? Um, if I may, uh, I don't. I don't mind you asking that. He was at home in the city, and I was in Brine when the necromancer arrived. I was there. I see that day, and it it was um, just a <laughs> dumb luck. So it's only the, the draw. It's only the. The Brynians, the the Brynites that are under such conditions. Uh, well, everyone who was in the city, in the town of Brine that day, is like I am. But our, uh, you know, our our country has taken our side as our support, and in doing so, has been shunned by many who would. Uh, do business and and also support. So, um, anyone that shuns you is a jerk. I feel the same way. And uh, Gore just like thumps his tankard on the table and like throws the whole thing back. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, then it's settled. House Orion will be made to regret what they have so brashly given up. Hmm. Okay. Well, if. If this is a possibility, I wonder if there's somewhere private we could speak, because we did have a lead on something that might... I don't know how much I should say here, and she kind of like looks over her shoulder at Penty, who's already been rude to her. You know, She's like... Oh, I, think nothing of it. We have a better place to conduct business discussions. Yeah, come back to our place. Do we? Yep. All right. Yes, we do. Okay. Nick sometimes forgets that we stay at her place. At their place. No, Nick remembers that we stay at their place. <laughs> well, Zay just doesn't care that you think of it as your place. <laughs> and as soon as you as soon as you said, Hey, come stay here, it became all of our place. Yeah. <laughs> it is now also Stiv and Gore's place. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Ventus is exactly the kind of 
person that would be like, oh, I've met you for five minutes. Why don't you come over and hang out in my private sphere? Right. Uh, so the five of you are kind of getting ready to go. You know, you give, uh, you know, Alabas a, a sign to like, hey, let's wrap up the song. <laughs> um, oh, buddy. Up singing, toss a coin, Alabas. <laughs> yeah. Come here. Come on. You're very cute. Everyone wants to see you. Get it. So Jason has Janet going on, whereas I have World War Three between a, a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. I can hear. Are they, bo- are they both girls? One boy and one girl. One boy, one girl. My cat earlier, um, I'm, my desk is set up right next to a giant cat tree, and she was scratching at the post, whatever, and then she decided she also wanted to scratch at the post with her hind legs at the same time. So she was hanging oh. off of it, like, oh. sideways, that's, that's but that's off it. the edge, and then eventually... She let her legs down, but was still hanging on. Oh no! From her front paws, like extended off the side. Oh, okay, yeah. It was real weird. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> so y'all are getting ready to go as uh, the door is violently kicked open, like way harder than it needs to be. You can even hear it um, crack a little bit against the. So the hinges, um, I think she probably has a double door here. It's a big enough place where you, you could have a double door. It's it's like the kind you normally just open the door on the right and the, the one on the left just kind of bolted into place. Um, but these are, are kicked open. There's a little bit of splintering involved. And um, there is uh, a group of uh, folks coming in who are members of a local gang. Uh, you would recognize their markings, but I forget. Did we establish it was some sort of local gang that you all had dealings with? The Silver Flame was the only one oh, that yeah, we had issues with. Yeah, that's like a big. That's that's like the Catholic Church is <laughs> bigger yeah. than a local gang. Is all I mean. Um, what? So so the Knights of Columbus version of <laughs> the Silver Flame? No, they, these aren't. They're not religious. They're just like turf gang, you know. Um, so uh, we're gonna say that. Uh, uh, what, what were those? Nuggins. The tunnel snakes? We need like the tunnel squids. <laughs> the, tun- the tunnel snakes were the. Is that Fallout You're, 3? I mean, what about the uh, the sewer eels? Sewer eels, yeah, okay. Sewer eels, that's sewer eels. They just go by the eels for short. They kind of don't like people to call them the sewer eels, you know? Uh, it's just what everybody knows them as. It's yeah. like it's like gutter gutter rats or gutter snakes. Yeah, yeah, like, the sewer eels. Um, sewer eels. And it is the sort of thing like if members of the eels came in like a normal person and just sat down and ordered a drink, Penty would serve them. Right? It's like that's fine. Whatever. Penty is not a member of the sewer eels, but it's they wouldn't just be kicked out summarily. Um, but they, do we know who they are? Like, are they, are they like a big known gang? Yes. In, in that their markings are recognizable, but you don't know these six guys, right? Or it's like four guys and two gals, but, mm-hmm. um, all of them look tough. Are they like a big gang in the sense that they're like a big gang or are they just like local to the area? We just know them as 
They're they're Kinda a like big the, local the neighborhood ruffians. Yeah, I mean they're they're a big gang for this area, right? They're not like all through Sharn, but if you needed to do, you know, like they'll move illegal stuff from the docks through the city, and you know, they're, they're like a few dozen members, probably maybe forty people. Um, so you don't know these folks specifically. Uh, it's also hard to know exactly how big the gang is, but it's it's not like. 12 jerks on the corner, right? It's uh, right. a big enough organization that it's, you know, they they have some ability to move around and kick a door in once in a while and and do all that sort of stuff. But what they they come in, there's all this rain blowing into the room in the in the entranceway and I think the five of you were kind of sitting near the door, right? Cuz that was that was kind of the distinction was near the door or near the fireplace. Alabas is over by the fireplace. Um, and we're near the door. Yeah. Because Penty was saying, yeah, just have your drink and get out of here like a tree. Um, so, um, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Um, so I think, um, like a tree who, who had their, back directly to the door. It's a round table, right? So somebody's back was there, and then the other not four the of you rogue. Would, would see. Okay, probably not Nick, so I'll, I'll accept that. Um, I'll do it. I'll have my back to the door. Okay, so... I was about to say, like, I would probably be more profile because I want to keep an eye on what's happening with Alabas as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, um, I am just way too naive to even think that anything bad's going to happen. Okay. Uh, let's make a dex save. A dexterous savior. Uh, oh, looks like you got a solid plus zero to that. Yeah. Sweet. It's, uh, so that's a gentleman's plus zero. Yes. <laughs> an eight plus a three is an 11. Last I took math. Okay, cool. I'm going to give you an Easter plus one. For a 12, Aww. which is still a miss. Um, just wanted to give you something nice. <laughs> um, You're half this. I'd like to rest you my favorite. favorite. Wow. Yeah. Here, have this. It's worthless. Yeah. But uh, I, I award my students um, whenever they, they do something in class or they answer a question right, I award them times one multipliers. Right, so they can nice. they can Good. stack up a number of times one multipliers. Like, oh yeah, you have three times one. Is that times three? No, no, no. That's three times one multipliers. Uh, right. Total. It's yeah. it's a times one multiplier to the power of three. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I will multiply your score by one three times, and that's your bonus. <laughs> um, so. Uh, the, it's just, the door swings open and kind of crashes into your big shoulder and knocks you out of your chair, right? As a, it didn't have enough force to physically move your mass. You just, you were thrown off balance when you looked and your chair tipped over. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it would like, it would take an ogre to just like physically shove you over. That's not what happened. You just like, what the, and boom. Um, Plop so the chair. Just take one hit point of damage, please. Oh, I officially don't like this anymore. She just stole my gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
What's the dog your footrest? <laughs> no, there's a footrest under my desk, and I put my feet up often, and but not now. <laughs> well, damn or, it. Or is she's it? making a heated footrest. Well, that's true. There's actually a picture of it. My One of my latest photo tweets uh, has a picture of her stealing my footrest. It's a thing that she does. <laughs> Where um, can we see I these mean, tweets, uh, Jason? Oh, yeah, what's... Twitter, <laughs> it's probably okay. Um... But we'll talk about more more about that later. Um, so the um, the door kicks in, and the guy at the front of this six people says, "Where's the damn zombies? We'll clean this place up." And so, for reference, Penty looks horrified. Right? This is not like she did not call these guys to show up. Um, or at least it looks like she did. She's except, putting on a great show if she did. Yeah. She she didn't call them except with her incredibly loud prejudice and threats, mm-hmm. which couldn't possibly summon unintended yeah. negative consequences. Some, somehow be misconstrued as permission to behave like this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however. No. What are you talking about? Uh, she looks horrified behind the bar and she's like, gonna yell however we need to roll the initiative um because they are just like waiting in here and and we're gonna have to do this properly so what's a one and a one with no initiative bonus that's a two my friend oh what's a a one and a two with no initiative bonus (laughs) that's going before me this is that's going before me all right ventus we're doing it alabas i got 17 no. Stop bragging. A little bit Fifteen. Higher. And fifteen for... Uh, oh no, Good thing I'm the healer, 15. guys. I don't really need to go. I'm just... like I keep I trying mean, to select these dice and they're moving around the screen instead. <laughs> I really, really miss all like my ten sets of dice that are at Stu's. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, glad really I, I'm glad I run a game at home. <laughs> yeah. I, I only leave my character sheets there and now I'm glad because I've... I have all my dice here. Uh, I, I would like to thank Dice Envy for giving me beautiful <laughs> emerald and silver dice that so far haven't been working as well as a single D20. Jason? And Dice Envy, <laughs> if you'd like to give me dice, my favorite colors are purple and bronze. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have not sponsored this episode, so uh, we'll be grateful for whatever they might say. We'll be grateful for whatever happens. Um, and this yeah. game is also I brought to you by Andy Beyond. I kept breaking <laughs> open my box of dice, like, oh, in yeah. my car, and it was problematic. Uh, okay, so we've got... Um, hold on. It sounded like the dog was going to bark at something. I was going to close the door. Uh, okay, well... The room is somewhat in chaos as lots of people are like jumping up from their seats and trying to get out of the way as, as this is happening. And uh, Zay, you're first in the initiative order. Oops, hold on. I didn't roll for Penty. Oh, all right. You're still first. Oh, Penty's going to weigh in. Yeah. What's her bar? Uh, Zay, you're up. Have you seen Onward, by the way? No. Oh, I loved it. Oh. Because yeah. Penty sounds like the barkeep from Onward, oh, and it's giving me joy. Yeah, yeah, you should. It's actually yeah. really good. Okay. I don't really know anything about it. I've just heard the name. But anyway. It's Zay. D&D, kind of. Anyway. 
Zay, you're up. Oh, great. So I am going to... Um, I think... Okay, well, first thing, I'm going to go ahead and mage armor up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's and an action to cast, right? It is an action to cast. Okay. And I think that gives you some temporary hit points. Or you just had them already. I forget how that works. Uh, Major armor will give me um, more AC. Yeah. Um, so it's 13. It, my AC is now 13 plus my dex modifier, which is 2. So my AC is now 15. Okay. And do you want to do like a move or bonus action? Uh, yeah, I am going to... Uh, also cast no I'm gonna I am gonna move I'm gonna stand up uh, also I think um, even when something is an action and a bonus action I think you can only cast one spell per turn um, just so that's uh, clarified going in um, that makes sense that, that came up um, at some point aside from things like twin spell and, and stuff that like specifically allow it. I think there's something in the um, DMG about, or the pl- player's handbook. I mean, about only being able to cast one spell per turn. Yeah. I am just going to say that um, I get up, put my, like, I think I'm just going to put my hand on my right beer. I'm not actually going to draw it, but I'm okay. going to get ready to in case things go badly, but like, be like, what the devil is this? Oh, okay. And you just let them know that you're you're in the way as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nix, you're up. I had a feeling. All right. Is there someone that's who, who's the speaker? Is he like looking kind of leader ish? Uh huh. Yeah. He's he's um, the biggest of the group, and it seems like in this kind of group, the the biggest one is the one in charge. So sure, uh, sure. Um, okay. Uh, just you know, sorry, Claire, I'm just trying to. Uh, you're yeah? you're just we're just seeing the top half of your head. It seems like your camera might be a little high. Oh. Okay. No, I I was I was bending down over it oh, okay. because I'm I'm lo- looking at I'm looking I'm I'm getting crunchy into the rolls here. Okay, I just want to um, make sure your camera hadn't drifted off. <laughs> no, no, that was me. Okay. I drifted off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I am going to. I'm going to sneak. I'm going to. Um, duck under the table mm-hmm. and shape change into the, uh, to look like the person who's in charge. Okay. So, uh, that's a, a move and an action to shape change. So, uh, sounds like that's it. And I think I get a bonus action. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to, uh, hold my initiative on my bonus action to help anybody that tries to attack them. Okay. Can I do that? Um, I think help requires an action. 
Um, but I get a bonus. I get it as a bonus action because of my because um, I'm a master of tactics. Oh, is that it's what that my... Oh, you can help as a bonus action. Pfft, that's rad. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> fancy. Good job. Also, I'm, I'm also slightly stunned that I was right about help being an action. I was like, I don't know. I think it's an action. You, so <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> but Most since I'm true, s- this is very exciting sneaky. for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm, I'm, I'm holding. Rules. Yay! So yeah, I'm gonna hold my initiative until somebody attacks to help. Okay. If somebody help, if somebody attacks in this round, I like it. Um, okay, so on twelve, Penty goes, and uh, Penty um, ducks under the bar and then comes up with this great big heavy crossbow, and you can tell it's loaded with these blunted bolts, right? So they're they're gonna deal like non killing, non lethal damage. Um, but Budgeting damage. Yeah, she's gonna fire off a blunted bolt. Uh, hey, that's that's a hit. Good job, Penty. Um, and a damage. Okay. Um, she doesn't hit the lead guy, but one of the guys behind him is like in the middle, of like yeah, where are? They? And then just like hits him in the like side of the mouth and and the cheekbone, and just whips him around, and and he. Is not a hundred percent knocked out, but drops to his knees and is so confused. Just looks <laughs> shocked. So, so is Penty? Is Penty the DMPC? Uh uh-uh. uh she is a okay. character in this scene. Sure. She's an NPC. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just checking. Yeah, I don't do GMPCs, Rob. Thank you. Um, uh huh. So, uh, on turn ten is the thugs, also not the GMPCs. Um, so, um, <laughs> the, uh, five of them now get to fan out. Uh, I think they're gonna take Zay's threat as real. Uh, so we'll, we're gonna take a couple shots at Zay. Um, the, oh, that's quite high, actually. That's a, a total of 20 to hit. Okay. And I got doubles, so. How dare. Snap. <laughs> um, what kind of damage am I taking? Uh, it's bludgeoning damage. Great. Uh, like melee? Yeah, he's got like uh, brass knuckles. Well, I am going to spend a sorcery point as okay. a reaction. What's that do for you? Well, how much damage did he do to me? Oh, I didn't I guess for damage. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, that is uh, four damage. Great. I am. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Have... It's two. Two damage. Just kidding. It's two damage. No, oh, never mind. I'm not going to bother then. Okay. So, not spending sorry. sorcery point? No, because, like, there's no point in me sending a sorcery point to do one point of damage back to him. Okay. Fair enough. Um, does that say whether you have to do it before or after the damage roll? Uh, it does not. Okay. This, so, uh, listeners, I'm, I'm asking because I wrote the subclass and I, and we're playtesting it, so it might have to be nerfed or clarified in, in situations. Oh. And I think it should be after the damage roll, but I it should also say specifically one way or the other. Um, so. Um, yeah, to me it hmm. makes sense that, like, because of, like, at this level I have... Like four total sorcery points. Yeah, yeah. You you should. And be in able order to, do to use my meta magic, like I like all of that stuff takes 
sorcery points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think if it didn't cost a sorcery point, you would have like it, it was just a charge or something. Then you, maybe before, but anyway, doesn't matter. This isn't a game design hour. Um, so, <laughs> but it um, could be. So but it could be. Is gonna come at you with a fourteen to hit you. Mm, I have a fifteen. Okay, AC so now. the two Thanks of them are. Too fighting with you the the first one you know lands a bit of a hit but you know sort of doesn't send much through your mage armor what is your mage does your mage armor look like anything cool is it just like a blue glow or i would say that there's kind of like a um it's more of like a shimmer Mm -hmm. like it's almost like they looks like they look a little out of phase now Okay. Ooh. It's hard to it's harder to focus on their features and it is like it's kind of like a like you want to like squint uh-huh. like when something's out of focus and you squint to make it better. Okay. <laughs> this like is going to sound like a digression but I swear it's not. Have you has anyone here seen Ant-Man 2? Did I see Ant-Man and Wasp? Yes. Oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, the villain, like that. Is it kind of like that villain where she's kind of moving in and out? There, Zay is kind of moving in and out, like blurred, like ghost, like a little bit, yeah. but it's more of like a. Um, it's almost more like what Wasp. The, okay. Like, okay. You just move. You like it's. It's the magical effect of like moving really fast and like. Okay. A, and that's why you're harder. To okay. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like it almost hurts your eyes to look yeah. at them. It also gives you cool. room to learn the actual blur spell later, too, which has a similar kind of... It's like a more extreme effect of that, yeah. so it's very cool. Um, so, um, as a free action, I think Penty sees your armor come up and sees this guy hit you, and Penty, as a free action, calls, Zay, don't you kill them in here! <laughs> right? Like, because she knows that you're, you're deadly, <laughs> and... She's like, no, don't, don't kill them in here. Uh, Take them outside to kill them, damn it. Yeah, the other they drew two. first blood. Um, I think the other two are going to come they after first blood. Um, Ventus because you were sitting by the door and and you're you're the, one. Of, well, one of them is going to come after you because you're knocked over. Um, and does a does a thirteen hit you? Uh, it does not. Well, I'm prone. So I don't get a dex bonus. Oh, but I have no dex bonus. Suck it, Oh, Prone just means I get advantage to hit you. Yeah, so 14 is my armor class, so a 13 does not hit me. Oh, okay, just missed it. Um, okay, cool. So, Super thick head. Yeah, that guy doesn't get you. Uh, the other guy is going past you and uh, taking a swipe at... Um, uh, what's the guy? Gore uh, is because is, Gore is like half out of his chair and not really ready to fight yet. So I'm going to give him advantage to hit Gore as well. Um, uh, Twelve's not going to hit him. Oh, but that is it's a nineteen. Excuse me. Uh, okay, yeah, Gore takes six to the face. Six <gasps> well, damage. good thing he's a half orc, so he's ugly. His with. beautiful, beautiful oh, face. I take offense to that. Um, he's very handsome. He's tusky. If you want a GMPC, it's, it's this guy. <laughs> so they went like around the other side of the table for me, then to. Uh, well, these two to get to Gore. Or... Well, these these I think you were you like came around the table to ad- address them, right? And I got up. 
And, like, step towards them. Yeah, okay, so two of them went around to meet your The other step, side of the table. And then two of them came to fight uh, Ventus and Gore. Okay. One got shot in the face, and there's a sixth one who did all the yelling and is, like, trying to figure out how this went wrong so quickly. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Um, so it's Penny's fault. He is, um, I think he's holding his action right now. Um, yeah, we'll come back to that. Uh, Alabas, it is your turn, and Ventus. How far away am I from them? Uh, you're like, you know, 20 feet across the tavern. I don't know how big a tavern is. Can I get within 10 feet? Yeah, still be able to do. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm going to channel divinity and do nature's wrath. Oh. Uh, as an action, you cause spectral vines to spring up and reach for a creature within 10 feet that you can see. The creature must succeed on a strength or dex saving throw, its choice at a DC 12 to, or be restrained. Okay, you are going to And Alabas, and uh, Vix is going to use their, their help to help Alabas, which means that Alabas gets to roll with advantage. I don't think I roll. Uh, Alabas doesn't have a roll for this. I have to roll six. Then I, then I, that's not happening yet. Um, you, can, <laughs> you can use your help to give me disadvantage on my saving throw. Okay. Then Nyx is going to do that. Okay. Um, well, is it an area effect? How does that? How does that work? No, it's just one creature. Okay. Then yeah, uh, I'll take I'll take disadvantage on saving throw. Um, okay. That's a ten. And a seven. Both of those are less than twelve. And <laughs> <laughs> so, well, damn it! I wasted my help. Yeah, That's sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, That's all okay. right. So uh, the uh, um, the spell goes off. the The floorboards uh, like rip and shatter as roots come shooting up through the floor uh, to grab. Uh, which Which one did you want to grab? The leader. Okay, that one who was hanging back? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I realize he, he probably should have had advantage to do that because he was holding his action, but that's fine. He's he's grabbed and um, is, you know, struggling against these vines coming up out of the floor. He snaps some of it, and he, he seems pretty strong, but he is definitely restrained. Um, is that what that spell does? It restrains them? Yeah, and they're spectral. Cool. Um, this is a Pindy's going to be a little mad about her floor, probably. Yeah, restrained. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, Ventus. So, the original eel, uh, who walked in is still un unencumbered or or unfettered. Well, the, the guy correct? who kicked the doors open and yelled and hung back. That's the one who's now wrapped up in vines. And, and oh, okay. He's, he's struggling. He's, he's like trying to break out of it, but yeah. Okay, then then I will target the two closest to me. The the one that took a swipe at me, mm-hmm. as well as one with, you know, just next to him. Uh, oh, the one that took a swipe at Gore. Yeah. I That's will target the two, the two of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I will, I will trumpet like there is no trumpeting. Uh-huh. Uh, with a war... Trumpet? Are you gonna get up? And I'm no. I'm gonna cause fear. Okay. Do you, I mean you want to get up though because they'll me- melee fighters I'll, will have advantage. I'll. 
Oh, that's right, because he's still within five feet of me. Yeah, it just it okay. takes it. It just takes half your movement. If you're not going to go anywhere, you should yeah. stand up. That's fine. This works out even better because I will stand up and then I will blow my trunk in his face. Yeah, I love it. You're like um, eight feet tall, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then uh, happy and then jacks, a- happy jacks, knights, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's not a true Happy Jacks game until we blow trunks. Is this um, a spell or what? What are you doing? It is a spell. I'm causing fear. Okay. Do I need to make a saving throw? Yes, you do. Wisdom of 13 for for two. Did you say con save? Wisdom. Did you say con save? <laughs> it reminds me. It, it, it rhymes with con, but this right. time it's wisdom. That's right. Wisdom save is not the worst on this, guys. This is not great. Oh, that's an 18 on the dice, so I'm not going to look up his wisdom save. Fuck. You. The other guy, um, well, that's a that's a solid nine total of nine with the bonus. So, um, so he's running away. All right. Um, uh, that's that's on your spell list, or is it a warlock? It, it's on my spell list. It's called uh, cause oh, fear. Oh, yeah, you cause may fear. Have heard that's of what it. you said. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so he has to run away. He does have to run away. Okay, and then nice. A, I love fear. On a successful save, just nothing happens, right? That's correct. Yeah. He okay. he is standing toe to toe. Okay, with me. Uh, cool. So the other guy gets up and bolts out the door, um, and is out of the fight. Yeah, easy peasy. Also, that was so loud. Everybody's ears are ringing. Um, <laughs> it's a very small space for that much noise. Um, and do, wait, do you get to direct that at a target, or is that area effect? Uh, it's a target. It's it's uh, at first level, it's one target. At second level, it's a second target. Aha! Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Um, awaken the sense of mortality in one creature you can see. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Um, so everyone else is just like mo mo. <laughs> <laughs> you you blast this guy in the face. Um, just real glad I didn't thunderclap it here. <laughs> like, oh, I made a correct there's, decision. I mean, there's still there's time. still time. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we're not out of combat yet. <laughs> um, speaking of, it is Zay's turn. Back to the top. <laughs> thunderclap! 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 Uh, thunder. <laughs> so I can. Um... So I'm facing two of them right now. Yeah. And one of whom hit you for two damage. I know. <gasps> How two freaking rude. Damage. The goal. The goal. It was a very bad damage roll. This is sort of funny actually. How very dare. So so bad. <laughs> um it was bad. I mean when you roll a one on the damage. <laughs> <laughs> so are they attacking us with hand to hand combat or they have he had a weapon, right? Oh, well, he's got be, like he's brass, got some knuckles, brass knuckles, which yeah, what he seems jerk. proficient in. Um, I am going to I am going to use sword burst. Okay, what does that do? I don't. Know. I was gonna say I don't know that spell. That sounds amazing. It. I create a momentary circle of spectral blades that sweeps around me. Each creature within range, in this case in five feet, must succeed on a dex saving throw or take 1d6 force damage. Okay. 
Uh, so you probably would just want to take a sidestep so you're not next to Gore and Stiv. Um, <laughs> yes. But it, you probably are, you're at least going to break some furniture, just so you know. Yeah, well, um, my caring about that is low. Okay, and but we'll keep like, the other this two is, guys. This is Penty's fault? Yeah, I agree. And, they, and they've drawn blood? Yeah, she was a total dick about this. So, um, like, uh, like, she can make the eels pay for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fired first. So each creature within range makes a dexterity saving throw? Okay. Yeah. That's uh Hell, so if I can... Is this, a, a, is this a, a, a cone or is this like all around you? It's a it's around me. Uh, shit. Yeah. So I, I'm under the table so I probably have to make a save. No, no, no. no she, I she did out. a sidestep away from the table specifically oh, okay. to, to not hit friendlies. Um, okay. I, I got a, is it a 13 dodge? Oh, oh, sorry. Um, I didn't actually look. Oh, your yeah. spell save so is 13. A, so that, that yes. one dodges. Um, the other one is an 11. So, nope. Okay. So 1d6. Now, uh, do you want this to be lethal damage? Okay. Nah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. I'm cool with like because it's force. It's force damage, so I'm fine with it being more like to unconsciousness. Yeah, I I think you can direct it to be you know the actual blades or just like whirling dervish you know kind of it's like impact. It's like if somebody was was beating you upside the head mm-hmm. with a practice katana. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, dull. that makes sense to me. It's made of wood. Mm-hmm. It's doing six damage to you. Oh, six. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that guy is just knocked out. And is I think what happens is his friend sort of, like, uses that guy as cover. And she's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Damn, human shields. Yeah. And then, like, shoves him aside. And is that, does that spell, is that c- concentration? No, it's a uh, it's one action instantaneous. Uh oh, I thought that was a maintain spell. Okay, so yeah, you just oh, sort of burst. It sort of implies. Yeah, but, yeah. No, uh, this is like a um, it's like they're not in existence for all that long. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's kind of like they're this turn and and then they dissipate. Cool. I'm thinking of um, there's another one that's like b- blade burst or something like that. Uh, well, this is sword burst, and there's another one that's blade armor. Yeah, I think there's one like that's that. like you put it in a square and it and it can like anyone moving through it has to take the I, I forget what it's called, but it doesn't matter. Blade uh, Ward? Uh yeah, Blade Ward. That's the, I think that's the one. Or uh, well, I think that might be the one that reduces damage. Anyway. Uh, oh no, that gives you resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you knock out one of those guys. The other guy takes cover and looks like he's going to come back up in the fight. Um, Nyx, it's back to you. Um, oh, sorry, did, did you have a um, move or bonus action or anything, Zay? I am going to... No, I'm fine. Like, I, You know what? Actually, at the end of this, like after that, I'm going to draw my grave here. Okay. I'm like, if you want to come at me, this is... know that... <laughs> know that Worse things will happen to yeah, you. Yeah, this is how the conversation will proceed. <laughs> this is what you um, do. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
cloud of daggers. That's the what, what you're I was thinking, thinking of. of. Yes, thank you. Okay. And thanks also to Corinthark. We found it at the same time. Oh, terrific. <laughs> uh, okay, now, uh, Nix, it's actually your turn. <laughs> Yay! Okay, um, are these kids... Uh, they're like are they 20. like they're, they're not like teenagers. No, 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 no. They're 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 not children, but they're they're adults. They should know better. Yes. I'm Nix is Nix is deciding which of her which of her weapons she's going to attack. They're they're going to attack with. That's what's happening. Um, you're, you're um, welcome to use any of your weapons. It, it's just you can tell me if you want the damage to be non-lethal or not. Um, like okay. if, if you want to use your dagger, that's fine. You hit him with the hilt or you know whatever. Um, yeah, or a non-lethal stabbing. Um, <laughs> Can I uh, use my crossbow and and go for a like a shoulder pinning as opposed to a heart? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Then I'm uh, I'm going to I'm under the table mm-hmm. and I look like their leader who is currently being um, restrained by vines. There's one that's down and three that are up still yes. or yeah, the leader. Okay. One facing off with Zay, and the one who stood up to vent who's uh, bullying bullhorning. Sorry. Bullhorning. Okay. I had like, um, call I'm... like a trumpet in the face bullying. <laughs> um, Thank you. And I'm closest to I'm closest to the one that's close to Ventus, or, or the Probably one Probably the Ventus one, because you're under the table and Ventus is next to the table. Um, cool. So, yeah. So I'm going to sneak attack with my crossbow. Okay. Uh, uh, I did not roll well. Normally hmm? I'd probably have you make a stealth check to do that, but I... I can do that. Um, Should I do that? Yeah, I think you get hide as a bonus action, right? Isn't that uh, a thing? I don't have it. Cunning I don't action. have it listed. Yeah, yeah cunning yeah, action. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, your cunning action. So, well, I'm already under the table though, because I used my last. Yeah, action. but they they watched you go under the table, so it's not okay, automatically okay. hidden. You know, it's uh, right, okay. and there's no fancy tablecloth, so it's just a big wooden table with legs. Um, okay. But a hide, okay. a hide bonus roll. Let's let's roll hide, and uh, I'll just compare hide? it to their passive perception. Okay. Uh, that's shitty. Um, what do I get to add stealth to that? Yeah. Thirteen. Okay, so the two, the the one that's fighting Ventus and the one that's fighting Zay are unaware of your presence, but you can tell the leader is keeping track of you out of the corner of his eye. Okay. That's fine. I don't, uh, he's, he's magically restrained at the moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I mean, he's got a lot I'm on not, his mind. <laughs> I'm not concerned with him. Um, okay. So Ventus is going to get a sneak attack now. Okay. Um, and against that's, I forget. The, the one against Ventus or the not one against Ventus. Yes. Okay. The one against Ventus. And does that mean I add my decks? What do I add uh-huh. for a sneak attack? Yeah, the, okay. your character sheet should have a ranged attack roll um, on the actions attack tab. Actions attack. So it's your plus your, five. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Plus five. Yep. Uh huh. I get plus five to every to everything except for my unarmed strike. <laughs> yeah, that makes okay. sense. Okay. 
Okay, uh, that'll be a 17 total. Yes. A hiss. Okay, and now I roll my damage, which is 2d6 plus 1d8 plus 3. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, so 9 plus 7 is 16. Yeah, um... So, uh, <laughs> you just fire this into the guy's foot, like at point blank range from under the table. Just... <laughs> I just nail his foot to the yes, fucking exactly. floor of the tavern. Uh, and he's towed him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh Ventus, you just see this guy, like, he's like, about to come at you, right? You're like face to face. Well, I mean, he's a little shorter than you, but, um, and then he just shrieks. Ah, it, it, like drops to the floor um, as he's like clutching his leg is looking at how his foot is literally pinned to the floor with this you know what's a crossbow bolt about 10-12 inches long like it's just yeah just like uh, and he's it's doing so the Ace Ventura yeah like half of the crossbow bolt is through his foot like it's just point blank range um I love you just like putting up like a staple gun. You know, just <laughs> That's great. You're not going anywhere for best, a minute. Best sneak attack ever. Um Okay. And then uh, as you look at as you look towards his foot, all you see is a little piece of cloth disappearing back under the table. Yeah. Do you want to do like a move action to like Um I wanna rehide. Uh, we would need another bonus action and you used your bonus action to do the pre I did. So, so- so I'm not going to do that. I'm okay. just, yeah, so that's the end of my turn. Okay, cool. Uh, that takes us to uh, Penty, who is not going to shoot at the massive vines. She's going to shoot at the one in front of Zay, because she's still worried about Zay doing a murder. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine murder. why I am the soul of discretion. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, this guy gets plunked in the face. Oh, Yay! He only takes one damage, so... Uh, that's, he is, sort of gets out of the way of her crossbow bolt. It, it, uh, like hits him in the shoulder, but it's blunted. So it's, he's got a little bit of light armor on and it doesn't do much to him. Um, and, uh, then it's their turn. So Zay, this guy's going to take a, a swipe at you. Um, how about a, a five? It's coming in hot. <laughs> I'm in cold. Okay, uh, and then so cold, cold as the as the black. Everyone else is knocked out. So the like uh, night heart in my chest. The boss is going to do his saving throw to get out of your vines, and that's a nine plus three is twelve. What's what's He's your save? It. It's twelve. Oh, okay. So he he just breaks out of the vines. Staggers forward, but that's his whole action. You you do saving throw at mm-hmm. the end of your turn, so he's he staggers forward out of the like zone that your your vines burst up through, and and you know gets into the you know main part of the tavern closer to the bar, and is throwing vines off himself and and trying to you know get his bearings. So that's happening. Um, Alabas, it's back to you. Uh, I'm going to attack him with insuring strike. Again, yeah, oh, that's one of my spells. Think of her floors. Yeah, well, she shouldn't have shot first. We could have had diplomatic stuff. I mean, they did kick the door in. 
I mean, technically, Detail. she hadn't been so undeadest. Yes, none awesome. of this would have happened. Uh, he got a fourteen to hit. Uh, wait, I don't think you roll for. Oh, oh, you're doing your attack roll and snaring strike. Yeah, which is different from the spell thing that you did. Yeah, because the nature's wrath only get once per That's short rest. Right. That was nature's wrath. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm just learning D and D as we go. Um, I mean, not important, really. Yeah. Like, right? Uh, what did you say? Fifteen to hit. Uh, fourteen to hit. Fourteen to hit. That, that hits. Um, what are you attacking with? His longsword, but the hilt. Oh, okay. You you carry your longsword around in town. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. You're probably not in plate mail. Is there like a mail. thing about carrying his longsword around? No, no, no. You can have your sword. It's just you're probably not in plate mail to go to the bar, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, because I, I lowered his armor class to 10. Yeah, okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but 14 hits. You're trying to go easy on him. Oh, that's the wrong dice. Hold, hold please. Mm-hmm. Holding. Um, that is 5 damage plus he gets... Another saving throw. Mm. You could fail. It's okay. What, what stat? Uh, strength at a twelve. Oh, that's a bunch. Yeah, that's fourteen. What a jerk. Sixteen. Uh, so how dare? So he's not ensnared. But how much damage did he take? How much did I say? I forgot. I forget. But, um, I think it was four. Okay. Adding four damage. Oh, he didn't take damage before. That's his first damage. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, Ventus. So, here's what I would like to do. And we're going to go on a journey together, Jason. Okay. I would like to rip the crossbow bolt out of the foot of the gentle person in front of me. Mm-hmm. Shake it at him. With all of the blood potentially going over as if I'm blessing the crowd. Yep. And then do a an intimidation check to convince he and all of the other slippery little eels that this is not a place where bigotry is accepted. And if they wish to stay here, um, then they will have to face us in mortal combat. Okay. So here's the choice I'm going to give you. You can make that intimidation check without the crossbow bolt. All right, that's fine. But if you want the crossbow bolt, you're going to have to do a strength check because that thing is buried in the floor. (laughs) Um, And if you get the crossbow bolt, I will give you advantage on the intimidation check. But you are going to have to make a strength check to set that up. What would be the DC of the strength check? Probably like... I don't know. Difficult. 13, 14. Let's say 14. Yeah. I have a negative one strength. So you just have to roll a 15 or better on the dice. Or leave it and just do your intimidation roll. Fuck it. I'm just going to do my intimidation. Mm. No, it's theatrically better for me to pull it out. Yeah, if if she hadn't done sixteen it. damage to the foot, um, it, it would be yeah. easier to pull up. But like that thing is in there. Oh, so, so much damage! It's so much. 
Like, it mm-hmm. has pinned his bones into the floor. Yeah, it's it, not great. If that hadn't been declared as non-lethal, like, this guy would be dead three times over. Yeah. Damn it! So, so I mean, str- oh. Strategically speaking, the right move is to just do the intimidation. Uh-huh. I don't do strategy, just as a point of action. So I mean, I don't think that's necessarily right strategic anyway. Like, I, I want to have advantage on an intimidation check like that. Also, it's fucking cool. <laughs> so a 9 plus a 3 is a 12, minus a 1 is an 11. Okay. So I did not succeed in pulling out the crossbow bolt. But um, Now, hold on. Nix, do you want to prepay your bonus action and help him out? <sighs> Let me think about that. Mm-hmm. Because as a player, of course I do. But as a character, I'm like, I don't know what the hell oh, he's doing. Hold on. No, no, no. You do have advantage to do this because this dude is helping you pull the thing out of his foot. <laughs> he wants this as much as yes. you do. Yeah, this okay. is a team effort. So you get advantage on this roll. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll try it again. <laughs> so roll better this time or just lie about uh, it. Uh, I did or not. just lie no lie <laughs> I, I did not roll better okay. but so so what the way i imagine doing this is he's trying to reach down i'm trying to reach down i'm trying to grab <laughs> leverage by like straddling his leg and like uh-huh. pushing the rest of his body farther farther away uh-huh yeah 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 so it it fails miserably okay so um well you don't get the crossbow bolt um, you can yeah. still make the intimidation check, but I'm going to have you make it at disadvantage because of your your kind of fumble with the crossbow bolt thing. Okay. So I've got two sets of... I've got four D10s. Yes. So we'll see what happens. But it's really two sets of two D10. I, we, I, for the listener, we're we're not rolling f- four and taking the worst two. No, 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 no. They are, they are similarly, similarly color-coded. Mm-hmm. So I know which one. So on one of them, I got a 15, and on the other one, I got a 14. So 14 oh. plus, yeah. Um, what's my intimidation? Plus three. So that's a 17. That's very good. Yeah, I think this, you know, all these guys are down and out or ensnared. And yeah, I think the whole tenor of the room changes. Uh, these, these guys like the ones who can move sort of slink away. We finally yank that crossbow bolt out of the floor. These folks, you know, uh, are allowed to sort of limp their way out of the tavern. Um, and, um, we can, uh, pick up here or a little bit later next time. I know it's, it's time for us to wrap tonight. So that was a good timing. Um, and, uh, let's, uh, let's just go around and say a little bit about who we are and what the hell we're doing here. Uh, Claire, (laughs) Yeah, um, so my name is Claire. You can find me at CB Dubs, S E E B E E D U B S, um, everywhere. Uh, <laughs> anywhere you care to find me, I'm CB Dubs. Um, I am a founding member of Happy Jacks, as I mentioned. I'm in the uh, assistant director of the Mary Wives of Windsor. And I, um, in real life, I'm an administrator. So, and uh, yeah. Okay, Eli. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Ignatius Wang. Follow me if you want to. Uh, but if you know any first responders or anything like that, please send them our love for all that they're doing right now. Absolutely. Oh, yes. 
Um, sorry, my <laughs> uh, one of my my roommates is a first responder, so yes, I will mm. tell her that. Awesome. Uh, Pooja. Hi, I'm Pooja. I uh, am here on Happy Jacks every Sunday. Uh, between this game, we're alternating the Vampire Fight E game with Stu uh, Glittering Knight, which is kind of a sequel to Modes of Sin. Uh, another Happy Jacks AP. It's very uh, fun. You can find me on Twitter at LA Daisy Girl and pretty much everywhere else as Forgotten Saves. Rob? Cool. I are Rob. Um, I've been here around. Whatever. <laughs> it's all good. Um, Clipper Rob, I don't really talk about a whole lot now that basketball has taken a minor hiatus. Um, and I, I like to harass Jason. <laughs> I, I haven't really noticed. <laughs> Never. Um, Lies. And uh, I'm I'm Jason. Uh, you can find all of my stuff uh, mo- mostly through Twitter at it's probably okay, just the letters okay. And uh, I uh, GM this game every other Sunday, City of Towers. Every other Monday, I'm in our Things from the Flood uh, story, which has I think a few more Mondays to go. So that's that's almost uh, wrapping up. We just recently. So is that tomorrow up- or a week from tomorrow? A week Sorry. from tomorrow. Um, they, I'm going to throw up the schedule at the end here. So um, we have this really great uh, Google Calendar that Kimmy maintains for us. So um, calendars, the, people um, use those. Uh, uh, um, Shadowrun campaign just wrapped up recently. You can go watch that uh, or listen to it. it that, that was a lot of fun. That was a, a big long campaign for us. That um, and we sort of played Shadowrun, I should say, because <laughs> it's. I mean, eh, it's me. I, I know what I am. Shocked. Rob, I know what I am. <laughs> um, I also uh, I got to run a short campaign for the folks over at um, 12-Sided Stories, which you can go check on their podcast. They do all the like um, like sound effects and, and music and stuff. Um, that's, that's a lot of fun. I got to sit in over at Saving Throw Show a few times. You can find me over there. And um, I'm also doing a bunch of stuff on my own personal Twitch channel lately. So I'm, I'm running a masks campaign and I'm playing No Man's Sky and just doing a bunch of stuff over there. It's all that is also uh, twitch.tv slash it's probably OK. And um, that's my brand. It's it's OK. Hopefully it will be OK. Probably eventually. I know not probably. everything's OK right now, but we're, we'll get there together and we'll all take good care of each other and and it will will make it OK again. Um so, um, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Thank you all my players for, for coming online to sit for four hours with me and listen <laughs> to nonsense and participate Super in fun. nonsense. Um, and, uh, we will be back in two weeks. So two weeks. Thanks, every- thanks again, everybody. I'll throw up the calendar here and, uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.